The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. It's John Holmberg here adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spend a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's five forty-five already. It's the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vesley. Somewhere around here is Big Dick Toledo, and off and running for yet another glorious day here in paradise. Uh, and it is a perfect day today. Uh, it's going to be, take advantage of this. We got U-Fest coming up Saturday. I, I assume this will be your last outdoor concert where you don't just swamp up. I used to love that growing up here. Uh, concert time started happening, you know, when you got 17, 16, 17 years old and we started wanting to go to concerts. And it was before everybody figured out that you could seasonally tour. All concert tours happened starting in May and ended in, like, September, and we were the brunt of it. And, man, June and July were it. And we would swamp up and sweat all over each other and massive Compton Terrace and these horrible, horrible places just shoulder to shoulder with other idiots. And the one big difference that I always bring up between the concerts I used to go to and the concerts that happen now, chicks. We used to have girls that were going there that wanted that wanted to get laid, which was never going to happen to me. But I noticed it was happening to an awful lot of other people. I was a good observer of that. I might as well have been like the uh, the silent biographer of everybody else's sex life through school because it was like, man, I'm seeing every, I'm taking notes, but it's never happening to me. I was the quintessential 
a broadcasting student uh, in that I, I took it very seriously in journalism. You never become part of the story. So I never was ever part of a story. But I watched everybody else's stories unfold in those concerts. Now, you, you, all the shows come in fall, which is a, such an amazing thing because summer concerts used to be it. Outdoor summer concerts in Arizona. We scheduled this one, and I remember telling Larry, ooh, May 6th, that's pushing it. We might get punched in the nose on that one with the weather because sometimes in May, you can get a 105, 106-degree day, and it starts getting a little swampy hot. Nope, 86. Perfect U-Fest weather. That's amazing. If I'd have known then what I know now, and that is gold bond at those oh. shows. I mean, it's a lifesaver. <laughs> I would have looked it like... It is a lifesaver. I would have looked like a battered... I would have looked like a Raising Cane's wing. It's Yeah, you do, but yeah. it, man, it's so comfortable. I would have been covered <laughs> in that stuff. That's one of the first things we would do is give the uh, the range when it was gold oh. bond green and then go yeah. to blue. I always used to do that. Yeah, the, the, the swamp ass factor was yeah. strong. In it, but those concerts, man, the best. Uh, summer concerts in the city. I remember July 20-somethingth, because it was right around my birthday, and that was the show I saw. Faster Pussycat, Lita Ford, Motley Crue. And I've never... Like, people were just dropping out. They weren't even, like, drinking. They were just dying. It was so hot. It was great. They, they hated Lita Ford. It was too hot for Lita Ford. She wasn't good enough for us to stand there. The crowd didn't budge. Like, don't waste your energy on this. This is not a thing. Outstanding. So, uh, this weekend, man, Perfect. 87 degrees, you got an all-day festival, it's going to be fun, Godsmack closes it out, end of the night, somebody leaves with Doug Hopkins money, ah, forget about it, what a party, and today's no different, today and tomorrow, it's just weird, this is a weird little say goodbye to nice weather, I think, and then, it's normal, John, it's normal, (laughs) this ain't normal, shh, don't you start calling this normal, because it'll (laughs) punish you for that. Yeah, it's amazing, so enjoy that while it's uh, it's going, ah, the allergies stink, but so And they're still skiing. Up north, oh, good. Keep that up until you that. Uh, Memorial. Yeah, Memorial Day end of the weekend. month. You can throw it through May. They got so much snow. This is a hundred inches. Unbelievable, weird winter into spring and summer. All it tells me is it's going to be one hundred and forty degrees sometime in November. That's it. It's just all happening so late. But I'll take it. I'll take allergies. I'll take uh, the discomfort of not being able to breathe to have this for another week. So especially at U Fest because we've had a few that are like, oh, yeah. oh boy. I'll never forget that one with Rob Zombie and Slayer. And uh, it was 114. Almost lost Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie day. almost died. It was like, uh, it was crazy. It was nuts. I got uh, a little, um, you know, speaking of the heat, a <coughs> little testimonial about wilderness athlete. Last, oh. Yesterday, Kirby's uh, tennis team, they're in the States, and they're playing Chandler Prep. And three of the girls all started feeling, they're definitely dehydration signs of it. Eighty degrees. The, it was pretty, it was warmer than that. Not much. Crazy. Anyway, after the first set, they started feeling a little bit, and Ronnie had a couple of packets of the... The heroes? Yep. Heroes saved some kids yesterday. It did. That's why they're called heroes. They're almost to the point of calling the the match after the first... Really? You could see her temperature, you know, it's like, oh, she's got a... But it took about five or ten minutes, and... Came no, it kicks them right back. Yeah. Rehydrate and re- recover and get the energy. That's nice. Hero will save your kids' lives. You can put that down. I'm not sure if that's a medical claim or not. It could be uh, questioned uh, by the FDA. And uh, uh, who wrong. cares? You're, yeah, we need uh, B. Your coach needs to have a talking to about conditioning issues. It's, it's too, and it was too late by then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Way too late. Yeah. But if they're passing out from a tennis match where you can take yeah. a break between shots, oh boy. Yeah, they used to make us run so much for... It was a singles oh, match. You still, they should yeah. be running all week. All week, they should be like, yeah, 
You're tired. They're more no, that's, tired. That's, the, that's exactly what happened. They were running it pretty hard for the last three days. I'm talking track. Get them out there in little outfits a couple miles before practice like they used to do for everybody else back when kids were tough. 88 degrees shouldn't knock you out. Um, that hero pack saved the day, but my God. Nah, there's too many kids out there. Already, <laughs> Living right? in the, Brett's not so bad. I kept them. it for myself. A few of them dropping out. <laughs> that is true. They're not. It's not exactly like you know. There's well, more. I've I've only got two left. I, <laughs> how many kids are sleepy? We'll give that one half, and that one's not going to amount to much anyway. Just let her go to the hospital. That's since Gilbert. They got like seven other kids in the family. You're good. They're not. I talked to a coach of. They don't a, hydrate them. A, a coach of a baseball team in a club league that used to coach high school. He doesn't coach high school anymore. He goes because you can't do anything to the kids. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you can't do anything. Uh, they're not allowed to run. They're not allowed to be outside. They're not allowed. He goes, we well, can't win. You can't win that way. You're, you're, you can't condition the kids uh, pre-sport, like before practice. Man, baseball stunk. The pitchers, all they did was run. All they did was run. It was awful. Then you'd go throw and run a little bit more and then throw, and then you'd walk around the entire ballpark like three times. It was horrible. Kirby's flag football, they're not shy of uh, running those kids. Because it's not school. That's why. That's why, yeah, because yeah. they, they don't They're care if they them. kill him in those things. That's why he left for club ball. He's like, this is where you actually do, you actually turn these people into real athletes instead of what schools do, which is they're just constantly scared of being sued. If their angel, you know, tumbles or trips over a, an uneven sidewalk and they have to redo the entire school. Yeah, that's conditioning. Have heroes on hand for 88 degrees. This season better end pretty soon. It's over. Okay, I was going to say, because they start bleeding into the middle of May, these kids are going to die, like right in front of you. And football players always felt sorry for them with what used to be two-a-days. Get up and you'd hear, and that stupid band would always get involved, and they'd have practice at 6 in the morning, and you could hear it all through Mesa that Dobson High's band was practicing. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, luckily, oh, I was far enough away, but on our way to Rhodes, you'd, you'd hear oh, it. Yeah. Football, did you up. have the uh, the PVC pipe that just had like 10 holes in it that would just stream oh, the, the water? Oh, just go put your face over yeah. like a pig trough? Yeah, they, they had those for PE. <laughs> do they still, oh, I wonder they still we had do it. that. Look, growing up in, in the desert, back when... Back before all your kids were special, and I know they're all incredibly necessary and special. <clears throat> I've seen their TikToks. Boy, dude, your kids are all amazing. They didn't care. Like, they basically were saying, hey, you're in the desert, dummy, get used to it. And they would make you go out. We'd do PE in like May outside, just d- gushing sweat. And yeah, that, that drilled hole garden hose that just shot water in the air. And you went over and tried to figure out a way to completely unsanitarily get a little bit of water just enough to be like okay my tongue's wet you gotta be in the first hole off the uh, the last one down the last one you're basically (laughs) sucking on a hose and everybody else's spit yeah it was crazy how they just didn't care about us and if you fell down it's because you were weak like what's the matter with him oh he's out of shape that used to be a thing with kids being out of shape was like oh that's why you fell over you're out of shape it wasn't because the sun and everyone was too rough on you. It's just you're out of shape. And then you get up and go, this is embarrassing. Everybody else can do it. How come I can't? And then you go out and do it. Man. I remember in the middle of the day, you'd go out and play football in the street in the middle of August. And the hell with it. Oh, we did. Yeah. We had no options. It's a billion degrees. Right. What else are you going to do? If I've seen a kid outside six times this year, uh, it's all been hallucination. I, I'm shocked. Sometimes I'll go down my street and I'll see kids. I'm like, hey, there are kids in this neighborhood. There's like... 40 of them. They're Trying all to move. hiding inside. 
Well, no, that's a good thing. The one parents have done is keep them inside. <laughs> the cul-de-sac I've got is the ultimate football baseball cul-de-sac of all time. No cars pulling in. It's huge. Yeah. It's perfect. Never once has anyone knocked on like, hey, can we play some football in the cul-de-sac? I, nope. Never once. Ever. All these wide open fields and yards. Nope. Never see it. They're too busy inside uh, not doing things. Yeah. Making the we sun We have two of those little uh, parks in the community that we're at. And there's a lot of volleyball nets set up. Yeah. Not a lot of volleyball, I'm guessing. No, they're... <laughs> they're playing? Yeah, they're playing. And then there's a bunch of uh, those electric bikes and electric scooters. Yeah, because nobody can walk. Somewhere in the 90s, moms decided to tell their kids the sun was the enemy. I don't know when that happened. I don't know when the sun became the worst thing the earth is tied dehydrated. to. Oh, not only that. It's bad for your skin. It's bad for your face. It's bad for your eyes. It will dehydrate you. It's everything. Yeah, but there's ways around that. Not my angel. The sun is the enemy. I don't know when the sun became the enemy. We should, you know, it's the source of all life, right? It, that's the big thing about the sun is we should be embracing how great it is rather than telling everybody how dangerous it is. We'll turn into orcs. The only thing dangerous is your behavior in the sun. That's my, it. My dad tell me, get your ass off the couch. Get, get outside. outside. It's 107. <laughs> I don't give a... <laughs> There's plenty of animals out there. Yeah. Now you're going to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's conditioning. It's crazy. Well, good luck. Did they win the state championship? They did not. They, they lost didn't. in the quarters. Ah, oh, painful. By one match. Now, that doesn't count as something I got to go to if I lose this Rock Wars, right? I don't have to go to Kirby Sports, too. Just oh, yeah. recitals. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Just the, recitals. Yeah, I mean, you're paying for gas, then. <laughs> I'm not driving out to Wilcox just to the watch quacking. ninth graders <laughs> play Wilcox. tennis. I don't want to watch good people play tennis, let alone that ninth grade semi-retarded punk no, thank you. Don't tell me they're. Don't you tell me they're good. Sophomore next year. All right, I don't want to watch sophomores then. No, it's it's going to suck just as bad as it did this year. That's kids playing sports up to uh, just basketball and a little bit of football. That's when it's okay. That's otherwise all those other sports are just kids trying to be involved in something. There's the one amazing, like the golf team. I always thought Dobson's golf team. That started in, like, April and rolled through summer. Those poor pricks played every day in a million degrees. And, and there was always one kid that was, like, shooting 67. And then some other kid whose dad made him do some curric- extracurricular deals, like a 95, hacking it all over. And If you get, could get three guys out of that team. If you could get one stage. dude in Arizona, for some reason Arizona had it. Because nobody wanted to stand in that heat. But you get a couple of kids. If, if a team had three, state champs. Yep. State champs. We had a couple of kids at our Dobson's that was pretty good. And the coach didn't care about the other slogs that were there. They were just filling a space. Can you imagine having a kid on the golf team and you had to go watch his tournaments? It's, it's hard to watch golf when it's not professional and on TV. You watch somebody, just follow a guy around a golf course hacking around an 88. It's tough to watch. If it's your kid, it is, that's about the only one that... Vested in it pretty much. It's different. Even still. Oof. Just started. Uh, I'll be, all right, watch them tee off on one. Okay, I'm going to go. And then just wait, go drive around, run some errands, and come back for them to finish walking around a golf course, watching someone golf. That sounds terrible. Anyway, once again, I'm a dinkwad. Dual income, no kids. With a dog. 
You go watch your kids play tennis and golf. That sounds terrible. But it's good that the heroes save lives. We did learn one thing. Heroes save lives. Thank you, Wilderness Athlete. That's an amazing thing. You're dinkwads. And Ronnie having them on hand like, uh, you know, like the old moms used to have Capri Suns or Pepsi yeah. Free in a cooler. That was my favorite part of Little League. We played till June, and then All-Stars started, and that went into July. And it was 150 degrees. You know what the best one? I remember they had a monsoon storm roll in. And the only thing they told us to do is not put our bats over our heads because of lightning. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and that thing was treacherous. Like, there was no traveling. We had to play because, like, we're not rescheduling this. You kids, look, weather is weather. Rarely was it called. And if it was, oh, so it you know, lightning, it would be uh, the not only the rain, but the lightning part of it would... Wouldn't go past 10 or 15 minutes. We, they okay, lightning's cleared. They didn't care about lightning with us at all. It was go sit in your cars until the rain stops. And if your mom's not here, find a friend and sit in their car. And when the rain would stop, we'd go back out there. And I mean, one time one of my coach's hair just went, <laughs> just rose in the air. And everybody's like, hey, Coach Gonzalez. He's, huh? And he just looked crazy. And sure enough, right near us. <laughs> and he just started running. I'm oh, like, I, I think bet. he just got struck by lightning. Did practice end? No. And you'd always base it on the, uh, you know, there'd be someone there like, hear the thunder? One, <laughs> They'd two, count three, it out. Four. Yeah. yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. It was at least 10 seconds. <laughs> it's far away. <laughs> Coach Gonzalez will be fine. He'll roll him around. <laughs> yeah. But your kids are too special today. And the sun is, the sun, if we could just get rid of the sun, Earth would be so much better. I don't know when that started. That started when dads left the house, too. Mid-90s, oh, yeah. when it was just all single moms. You know what the most dangerous thing in the world of my angel is? The sun. Oh, you mean the thing that makes him live? No, no, no. It'll kill him. Sun's not going to kill your kid. Your kid's going to kill himself in the sun. That's You get a dumb kid. It's not the sun's fault. Quit blaming everybody else and put some smarts in that kid of yours. Drink some water. Feel a little dizzy? Have some more. Get in the shade. Huh? Water. But if I don't have a bottle of water, how do I get it? Oh, there's faucets and hoses. Ew. Okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're too stupid to survive. Drink out of that hose bib. What? Well, there's bucks in it. It's not distilled. It's not. Yeah, how do I do that? Because my, my stomach says I'm not allowed to have water out of a tap. It's not clean. Okay, Dasani, calm down. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Just suck out of the hose like a goddamn man. I drank out of the hose the other day got a special taste. I still drink out of the tap. Megan was raised that way. She had tea the other day. Can you feel this for me? She heard the faucet. Not out of that. What are you talking about? No. Not out of the faucet. So I filled it. And I put it down. I'm like, all right. And then I cracked a bottle of uh, Arrowhead and I drank it myself and then put it back and brought it to her. This isn't faucet water, right? Nope. And she drank. She had no idea. You can't tell. It's water. It was hot water. It was tea. When I put it in the microwave, it uh, boiled out all the bad. Faucet water will kill us all like the sun. Okay. Did she make it through the night? No. Oh. Dead. Man. Dead and gone. Dead and wow. buried already. Already had the service and everything. Dehydrated. Should have never had any water out of that faucet. <laughs> yeah, can't drink that. That's horrible stuff. Anyway. Uh, and then the, uh, uh, the story about that dude in Texas shooting at everybody. They found him. He's been on the run since like Saturday, I guess. The story is amazing. I didn't. I thought the way the news presented it, I thought he was a madman who strolled in and just started shooting. But this was a, uh, I don't know what you call Mexican hillbillies, but that's kind of what this seemed to be. Mexican hillbillies were on their property next to other Mexican hillbillies, 
And a dude was in his yard shooting his AR-15 at targets or at stuff in the back, and he was drunk. And his neighbors came by and said, hey, 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 uh, kind of enough with the shooting. My baby's trying to sleep. And he responded with, I'll do whatever I want in my front yard. And then stormed over into their house, which is no longer doing what you want in your front yard, and just started opening fire. Oh. And shot a couple ladies who were protecting her. There were 10 people inside the house. Jeez, that's, that's light. That's, that's what I was thinking. Like, man, he could have been a much higher body count. And then he just started firing away, and then he ran off. And I'm like, oh, this isn't one of those mass shootings we need to be afraid of. This is a circumstance of where you're living. Look, if, if Michael and Troy broke out AR-15s in the backyard and started doing target practice, uh, I'm pretty much starting to think about a sign in the yard. I don't, I don't, any of my neighbors within a mile are, are shooting live rounds in the AR-15. I'm probably, maybe we should go. It doesn't seem like a very good neighborhood anymore. Let alone go over there and say, knock it off. Call the police. Yeah. There's a guy shooting an AR-15 next door. Yeah, intervene I don't, on that. I don't do a whole lot of confrontation. But, but that might be that. seen as snitching a little bit. Okay. Too. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I'll, I'd rather be a snitch. Than a guy tolerating AR-15 live rounds. Yeah, that one, I'm, you know, yeah. if the baby has to sleep. Right. Like, if it's me... That's an easy call. I'd wander over and start how I always start. Like a gay neighbor, Michael and Troy are home. <laughs> and I walk over and I, hey, guys, enough with the AR-15, huh? Cops are on their way. What are you doing? We're in our yard and we'll do what we want. I'm like, uh-oh. I better go inside and arm myself. That seemed a little confrontational. And they are holding an AR-15. But So then the guy runs away and they can't catch him. And they caught him uh, yesterday. He was uh, hiding under a pile of laundry at somebody's house. And they had pictures of him everywhere. They knew who he was. Pictures of him everywhere, uh, all over this Texas area and stuff. And then somebody tipped him. And then 30 minutes later, they went into the house and found him. And he was uh, hiding in a pile of laundry. Hmm. And when's the only, when has that ever worked? Remember Danny Bonaducci in town when he banged that? Did he try to hide laundry? Hide in the laundry. He, he hid oh. in the hamper in, in the closet and naked. Forgot about that. Yeah, Danny Bonaducci, who's a former disc jockey in this town years ago, played uh, Danny Partridge on the Partridge He was seeking family. warmth, too. No, being he was, naked. He was just uh, high and, and, and just blew a tranny and... Or had one blow him. I think, yeah, I yeah. Think that's where it was. And then, and then everybody said, because that was back before we were accepting... And, you know, transsexuals were hilarious. Still are, but we can't, <laughs> I was just we can't say really say it. Like, if you see one and it's funny. Like that Big Tarvey commercial. I don't know if you've seen the new Big... But they, they've advanced it. I don't know if you've seen the storylines advanced. So in Big Tarvey's commercial where it's like, hey, you got HIV? So what? Plow away. This stuff will stop you from getting worse. So uh, in the first Big Tarvey commercial, there's a giant uh, Native American... That's the one I've seen. Who's, dra- yeah. ...who's dancing with a very small Mexican. Yeah. And clearly the giant Native American in a dress is a man. I think there is good chemistry with that Because Big Tarvey is not for uh, people assigned female at birth. They say so right there in the spot. So all you're seeing is a bunch of dudes just, uh, you know, I call them farmers. They're just pulling in and out of the old back door. But sometimes they dress up like, you know, traditionals. So he's, uh, they're, they're dancing in the first one. Right? And, and it's, it's hysterical to all us uh, breeders. We laugh every time. Sorry about that, trans, but that is bad <laughs> casting because the height difference, I'd laugh if that was a traditional couple. Dying yeah, laughing. Little tiny fella, gigantic it was Indian like in a dress. And Cher oh, over again. Except for Cher has an eight inch dick. That's the difference. And just plowing Sunny. So it's Sunny and fat Cher. And the, so the new commercial was on last night. And I'm like, oh, there's that giant Indian in a dress. And I noticed, oh, geez, that's a wedding dress.
Now, the new Big Tarvey commercial, the giant Indian in a dress is marrying the tiny little Mexican man. And it is, it's more hysterical now. It's because now you just picture the wedding night. He's just throwing Big Tarvey down their throats like no tomorrow. And then just. It's not all they're throwing down. And just, oh yeah, throats are ruined. <laughs> Room smells a little bit like a baby's diaper and some powder and maybe oh. alcohol. And just flying all over the place like you unplugged a chocolate fondue. Ugh. Wedding looks like a dirty diaper. <laughs> it's just <laughs> wedding dress. Everywhere. And you got all those tissues to get, you know, all the creases all, you know, afterwards. You got, I got some here. I got a little here. <laughs> like you put it in a paint can. Ah. <laughs> Walking but, down the aisle, following that chocolate train. Yeah. Forgot what I was talking about. Something about transsexuals, but that big Tarvey thing distracted me to no end. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Danny Bonaducci. Yeah. He was driving around down there on Roosevelt and First Street back before that was a cool place to hang out because that's where all the trannies were and picked one up and then, you know, found out it was a tranny because, you know, basically what I assume happened is he said, hey, you want to do this for a few bucks? Like, sure. And then the tranny whipped his out and said, my turn. And Danny was none the wiser. He thought that was a lady. So he punched him in the face a couple of times and then ran away to his wife Gretchen's house. And I met Gretchen. once. She seemed very nice, but. A little off center. Well, she's goes, married to Bonaduce. I mean, they, they, she married him the first off. day they met. Oh, well, so that was she was in it for the story. Love it first, and he was working at ninety two point three doing mornings over there. And then so he runs into wasn't this, it ninety five five? I think he was ninety two three at the time. I think he was in that one. I think he was at that. Yeah, I think at that I think Bruce Kelly was at ninety five yeah, yeah, at that time. He was, he, yeah, because that was the fire station. Then Bruce moved. Yeah. And then Danny came. It was a big. It was big doings back in the day. Yeah, morning shows were bouncing from station to station. Doesn't happen anymore because no. everybody just keeps getting fired except us. So anyway, <laughs> uh, dying laughing at this, and then they then they're like a local disc jockey and former uh, child star Danny Bonaduce was arrested last night for solicitation of prostitution of a transvestite, and then they flash the picture of the transvestite with all the bruises, and the, I, everybody said the same thing. How did he not know that's a dude? That is a guy up and down, and the whole city just <laughs> laughed. They found Danny in the uh, in the laundry, naked, at Gretchen's place. And they're like, Danny, come with us. It's like, who's Danny? It's like, look, you're the only giant ginger that was on Partridge Family in Phoenix. You're coming with us. <laughs> he survived it, which is amazing. And that was the exact same time that Eddie Murphy picked up the trans. And I don't, but like, that was right around the same time when Hugh Grant picked up yeah, yeah. The, the hooker. There's a lot of tranny problems back in the day. There was a lot of weird stuff going on where guys couldn't tell. Which I guess the trans movement has brought us that. Is at the at least but now we know. Now we're now we think to ask. What, you what, know, you have back in the day, if you wore a dress, it was assumed you were a girl. Like you might be ugly, but why are you in a dress if you've got a penis? Like it didn't add up. You know, at least. Eddie Murphy was just giving him a ride. Yeah, all Eddie wanted to do was help a friend out. Yeah. A new friend that he'd never met before. But yeah, back in back in that day, somebody wandering around in a dress was clearly, well, well there's no reason to ask this question. That's right. a woman, right? Unless it was completely obvious where balls were hanging out. Not oh. then. Now, now, I guess it's like, all right, I have to ask, even though you do look like a very pretty woman. You're not carrying, are you? Oh, we had that one friend that, you know... Yeah, the bottomed out yes. one. That was post-operative. <laughs> yeah. Then she t- then she told him, "Well, the reason you were bottoming out is because that's just an inside a inside out wiener." 
He's like, say, say what? Say again? Wait a minute. I thought Turn it was actually. <laughs> I, think, I think every man that's bottomed out in a former tranny that finds out that way turns into Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> say, say, oh, now, what, what now? What was now? What, what was that boy? <laughs> yeah, it's an inside out penis. I'm a post-operative trim. Say, I'll, 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 I'll be a, what, what, what? I see, I see, I see. Well, I, have, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, he bottomed out in one. Yeah. And felt proud to tell the story that that's the only time he's ever going to do that. I mean. He was taking it to the base. What do you, yeah, what do you do? I mean, it's like. <laughs> anyway. Darius Barney was the guy. That's name. right. Darius Barney. I'm and trying to find a picture. Looked every part of someone named Darius Barney. Kudos to Bonaducci, though. Landed a couple of unexpected pops to the schnoz there and messed up Barney pretty good. But that picture, I, I, I think it was a Cameron Harper and Heidi Fogel song that broke oh, that man, news to me school. on Channel 3. <laughs> Tonight, local DJ. Oh, this will be good. I had no idea what to expect, but Bonaducci went. And God, I missed that. You know, it's almost worth it for ratings for me to go uh, get blown by some fellow. Although I'd be a hero today. I guess it's all KDKB does. It's like it used to be a big story. And now we have a whole station down the hall and all they do is blow each other in dresses. <laughs> No controversy. Yeah, there's no. It's like heroic. Like you get you, you get your face on a can of Budweiser for it. I, it's it used it, to be. It's something a was, Wednesday. Yeah, it used to be embarrassing and a news story, and now it's like they have parades and you get products to follow you around. And Jesus, KDKB, if if blowing guys in dresses was uh, against the law, the whole place would be Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah, that that would, that would be MDX Montrose. That would be the Alcatraz of the Rockies. Andy Dufresne yeah. crawling through. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Andy Dufresne would be crawling through uh, the foulest smells. Not to us. Come out smelling like a rose. No, I want the other stink. <laughs> yeah, that was just 25, 30 years ago when he punched that man in a dress that was blowing him. Now, Jesus, he'd be on billboards and Darius Barney would be famous. Bud like cans. Oh, they'd be all over the Movies. Place. Yeah, there'd be like a... Yeah, probably a religious film of so, like some sort of feel good summer hit. Oh boy, I remember Cameron Harper. That news guy was great at delivering horrible news about weird stuff, and his eyes always looked like you guys aren't gonna believe this. <laughs> Cameron Harper watched it. Uh, one night at midnight, I was up, and they had the they killed a guy. All right, all right, all right. What? Son of a bitch is over there hitting me with oh, his watch. He's, he's the doing sun. the flashy yeah. sun thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he watched an execution. It was the first one Arizona had had in a while. And he went in all. I'm a news reporter. I'm a man, and I'm this, and I'm blah blah blah. And I have to do them. I have to do my job. He came out white as a ghost, tears in his eyes. I quit. I quit news. I quit this job. I hate this. This is the worst thing I've ever watched. And he stopped. I think that was that uh, ham guy. He watched him get executed and he was done and stopped doing news shortly after like i don't want anything to do with this anymore sharp did that too though didn't sharp watched one yeah Yeah, jim watched one he watched the pellets drop i think i don't know if cameron watched the lethal injection or if he no he watched the pellets drop too the old gas one the gas chamber and he watched that and he goes it was hard to watch the guy and the dude inside just evidently eyeballed the witnesses and the media like, you want to watch? Here you go. And he's just staring at him the whole time, like, looking around while he's trying to stay awake. And the gases are getting him and poisoning him. And then he starts to cough. And evidently, it was really ugly. And Cameron couldn't take it. Watched the guy kind of slow burn inside that tube. <laughs> you need a media witness of that. I'm your guy. I got no issues with that stuff. What'd he do? He killed, like, eight 
14-year-olds in some sort of weird... Ch- <laughs> Do you want me to drop the pellets? I'll help. I don't care. That sounds nice to me. the one guy was said something to the people watching. Oh, there's plenty if of them that do that. Oh, there's to almost almost all of them that do an execution. That like John Wayne Gacy said something like "Go Raiders" or something. there's the guys yeah. who've said that. And Gacy's, of course, Go Gacy's, Raiders. Gacy's last words are "Kiss my ass" or something. Like that. Yeah. They, they all say something it's because they're bad people. I'd be like Percy from Green Mile. Electricity would be passed through your body until you are dead. Holmberg, you didn't wet the sponge. <laughs> Watch it burn. Of course, then he almost lit up John Coffee and Percy, you son of a bitch. You see what you did to He did all right. Edouard Delacroix. Yeah, he did all right. He ended up marrying a 16-year-old. <laughs> um, we have an equal rights issue in the building. We're going to discuss that next. And uh, I'm tired of it. As a man, I'm sick of being oppressed by the ladies in the building. I'm sick of it. Absolutely tired of the double standard that exists in this building. The Me Too movement was not for equality. It was for one-upsmanship, and we found that out yesterday. One quote from management. Turn this whole place upside down, and I'm going to rat them out. I was sickened. I'm going to rat them out. You weren't there, but uh, you don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But I'm glad you're already sick. I walked through the I building. I think I was there for You didn't hear my quote. You didn't hear my quote. You were responsible for one. Downstairs when they were eyeballing the out. We'll talk about it in just seconds. But uh, look, I understand your anger and my anger are going to bang into each other. We're angry at the same thing. You didn't hear the the coup d'etat, the, the, the final straw that turned us against oh, each other. It. You were standing yeah, next to me. Yeah. You were there. It's terrible. From management. A terrible event yesterday. And it's time us men stood up for it. I'm going to start my new NOM, N-O-M. The men's movement. <laughs> the E-R-A-M. The Equal Rights Amendment for men. It's getting out of hand down there, ladies. Uh, it's 6-16. Uh, we're going to take care of that in moments. Meantime, you give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Flat bananas, I tells you. Uh, Thank you, Alliance. Cruising right along. Boy, I'm getting everybody's stories about uh, the days of old. Back when we were kids. And one guy says, uh, man, when I played football, thinking back on it, we had practice after school, 108 degrees. They'd fill up three orange Gatorade jugs, put them on a shelf. They filled them with a hose. And then the entire team would line up and drink out of them like hamsters, one guy holding the button down for the other, which was hilarious. We've all done that. We didn't even have cups. You know, there's an argument to be made, excuse me, that our uh, generation was more in tune with saving the environment than the new one is. 
Because try telling some kid to suck out of a Gatorade jug with a hose in it. Because it keeps away, like, manufacturing of bottles, uh, the plant, you know, the labeling, the distribution, driving the bottles from the plant to the stores, getting, and then throwing away the plastic. Suck out of a hose, you're saving the planet. Like, we were the ones who thought of that first. Co- coaches didn't want to give us cups because we'd just throw them on the ground. We were the environmentalists. Nothing when, like those wax Gatorade cups. Uh. <laughs> no, when you got the little cones yeah. uh, or the little the, tiny thimbles. The original yeah. Yeah. Like shot glass looking things. In yeah. sports when you had your own yeah. Gatorade oh, yeah. cups. You scratched the edges That's off. This. Yeah. And you made them that weird kind of uh, barely holds liquid kind yeah. of thinness. Yeah. But those would get tra- Yeah, but we didn't get cups either. It's like you just you, you sucked out of the hose or you didn't get water that day. Or you went to that garden hose Brady was talking about and you leaned over it. Try on one of these precious angels of, of today and say, you drink out of the faucet starting today. Would Kirby do it? No, there's... Only um, water out of the faucet at Brady's house. Would she do it? Um, would you do it? I, I would, uh, if I if I had to, I would do it. We've gotten but so to, hosed and snowed on the idea that the water coming I'm out of the faucet definitely spoiled is. in the water side of it because it, we have the... The five gallon jug, but I go and get. Oh yeah, but you but wouldn't it's drink cold. Just, That's just it. out of the faucet. Yeah, would you just guzzle water out of there? Only that. And I don't know no, why. No, I wouldn't. It's so weird. We've but been, I could. Of course you could. It's yeah. just water. We've been trained to believe that that's toxic, poison water that we can't ingest. My sister still does the Brita. So thing. you, yeah, you absolutely must buy water. And have it at your house. We have bottles of water. Yeah. I don't have a little, you know, the five gallon office tug yeah. or jug. But uh, but we've been we've been duped into believing that the water out of that faucet will kill us, kill us dead, and it won't. There's nothing. Oh, it doesn't taste the same. Yeah, sure I mean, it does. In, in ninety or uh, I forget what it was, early two thousands. Sure, I was I was living in Phoenix, and we had to boil the water for twenty four hours because the well there was an issue yeah there was some was cryptosporidium in yeah. there for a little bit yeah occasionally some human a, leaks in but you know what they'll days. never what you happened? know what they'll never tell you that the Dasani had the exact same thing when they're dipping the water down in there and it's got some poop in it bottom line is we're the environmentalists sucking out of faucets and hoses and not having bottled water laying all over and then I see the commercial where this you know the oceans are going to be more plastic than fish in twenty fifty. Well, then put your Dasani bottle down. No way! I got to drink out of a faucet? And then you don't really care about your environmental cause, do you, Greta Thunberg? <laughs> Suck out of the faucet. The big babies. I could fix this environment in two minutes. Take all the environmentalists and say you can't drive cars anymore. If you really care. Well, I, I have to drive. Oh, okay. You just don't want us to drive. I see. You, you want to be the one that we all have to drive. So that I argument's got to get to places to protest. Yeah. Enough with <laughs> with my car. Exactly. <laughs> no more protest signs. Everything you do with protesting has to be written in your own blood. Otherwise, you've got, you know, markers and get, everything you do has to be, you know, from internalized moments. Blood. Blood writing only. That's dangerous. Yeah, but so is the markers you use. We've got. Uh, chemicals that they make, and then you got to drive them from A to B. To be environmentally sound, all your protest posters have to be in blood, and you have to walk to your protest, and you have to drink out of faucet. <laughs> Nobody's really that into the environment. They just most people pat themselves on the shoulder for throwing their cruddy Dasani bottle into the blue bin at, at work, and then 
never see the cleaning crew at the end of the night like Brett used to. Oh, yeah. Pour it all in the same Right bucket. in the dumpster. <laughs> Blue, black, didn't matter what, where you were throwing it. I told Jill Short that downstairs once, and I'm like, what are you doing? Well, you got to separate the blue barrel from the... I'm like, have you been here when the cleaning crew comes in at night? Of course not. Of course not. Well, there's there's people of color wandering all over. It's dark out. I would never come Dangerous. in this building. And I'm like, yeah, all they do is take these little buckets and pour them into the safe. Oh, don't tell me that. Like, that's what's happening. 100%. No, 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 no. no, no. I was here. Uh, they, they don't have time to separate your crap. The only thing they do is they take the cans out and recycle them themselves. Right. That's and all there's money do. to be made. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The soda cans are they're throwing in the separate <laughs> bin, but everything oh, else goes crap. in the dumpster. Everything we at least in. do that. Separate that yeah. for that. You're making a fortune off of me. Oh, man. Jesus. There's a guy in a mansion off of my soda cans. Well, they rolled in in a Bentley the other day. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know. well, that's because I switched back to Coke Zeros in the can <laughs> instead of the bottle. Yeah. So there is that argument to be made that us sucking out of hoses was more friendly to the environment than whatever's going on today with they your precious environmental the, angels. You know, the the dangers of the hose, the water going through the hose. It's a carcinogen. make right. hoses that can, can drink. They're drinkable. All of it's drinkable. You suck out of a puddle if you're thirsty enough. You don't want to do it every day. But, yeah, we used to have those Gatorade jugs, too. And we weren't allowed to have cups, even in Little League. And at the end, the poor kid at the end, when he had to tilt the Gatorade jug just to get the last few drops out, and poor Garth, who played right field and would occasionally get distracted by birds, he got the last few drops and barely alive. That's right, Garth. Try harder. You get more water. The only thing that you have to do here um, that is different from the Midwest is you have to turn the hose on in the summer a little bit longer and let it run. Because it comes out. It comes out scorching hot. Yeah. 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 And you always did that just in case there's bugs living in it. You're smart. Yeah, just the first couple of uh, the smart seconds. Kid, yeah, give yeah, it, the wasps get, get in there. Yeah, you wash them out, and then you can. Then it's just a free-for-all of water. It's, it's beautiful. It's like hitting a spring. My grandpa in Pennsylvania would get excited when he'd step on the ground and it was wet. His eyes would light up. Oh. I'm digging a well. Like, he more water to drink, and it all smelled like sulfur, and it was disgusting. And, and my grandfather would take the gallon jugs and go 45 minutes to this sulfur spring, basically well water. Dip out that well out of this water. Place. Oh. And Buckeye. Taking a shower at my grandparents' house from, from their well water. He thought it was so healthy, oh. that iron in there and the sulfur. Maybe. They all died of cancer of the stomach when they were 65, but... I don't know. He was thrilled about groundwater. Like, that was like finding gold for him. He'd had the doweling rod. He had plenty of water. He just wanted more. Uh, a guy said, uh, let, me, let me reiterate what the, Michael says. And this is a good email. I like this. Says, uh, uh, Tranny Rob's approach was terrible yesterday. All he needed to say was, you're a bandwagon hopping douchebag who loves the suns out of nowhere. But... I also really enjoy your show. Then you'd have been fine. That's true. If you'd have given me the whole, you know, you're absolutely right. I, I fully admit to jumping on the bandwagon of the Suns after the bubble. I jumped right back into the NBA. Love it again. Uh, rekindled my love. It's like finding an old girlfriend and she didn't get ugly late in her years. So I got that going for me, which was great. So I fully admit to bandwagon hopping the Suns after the bubble season. The bubble year brought me back to basketball. And for people who don't like to talk about sports, yeah, I'm sure the sports segments are bad. But Tranny Rob went too far yesterday, and uh, the police were called, which was even better. Uh, Tug Mahorn says, I hope the boys in blue got Tranny Rob. Uh, he just wanted to hear you do the whole show as Wolfie or Gamba Ding Dong. You're doing sports as you. What's the point? Do a character. Second, get Hellestray in there. 
He's upset that you're on the radio talking sports, and he isn't. That's right. Dale's out of work again. Oh, no, they, oh, they bounced him. They bounced him. So we're working on a Dale thing. And then this, uh, man, yesterday and now today, making fun of Danny Bonaducci. You think being a trans and having everyone uh, make fun of you is funny? How dare you? Those Big Tarvey commercials are amazing. This is the worst morning show in the world. Signed, Tranny Rob. So he's back again. He's, he's popped in again. Now, here's the thing. Yesterday, the guy mouthed off. I mouthed off back, you know. You, you tell me F you, I tell you F you back. That's basically what happened. I gave him the options of going away. He fires back with a direct threat email and then another one. So I'm like, well, these are direct threats. Uh, you want to play this game? We're going right to the uh, the authorities. In this day and age, you don't mess around. Told the police. These are, these are odd emails, and I don't trust that this guy's not a loose wingnut that's going to come rolling in here. I watch the news. Everybody wants to shoot everybody. So uh, and then to the police, they're like, nope, this is exactly the type of thing you should like. These are the these are the emails that go on the news saying, wow, he even emailed and nobody did anything like those are the ones that later they're like, well, we had three or four letters saying he was going to do this. So I did that. So yesterday in the parking lot, this takes a wild turn. We had some police presence just in case because the guy said a specific time he was going to come down here and kick everyone's ass. (laughs) All of us were, were doomed by this guy. So I'm kind of giggling at that, like whatever. So the police show up. They're hanging out in the parking lot, uh, you know, just to just to keep the peace, right? Downstairs, our sales department, mostly women, staring out at the cops who were just kind of on our patio. And they got known immediately as the hot cops. And I heard that initially when I went down to go grab something from, uh, I think it was Wintermeyer, the boy. I went down and said, I grabbed something from Tom, and I hear, oh, that one's hotter than that one. That one's, oh, my God, they're so... And so they're just commenting on the police being in uniform and being sexy. Brady parades one through the building. Had no idea that that was going on. Hot cops had already started. Yep. I said, you want something to drink? Yeah, I'll take a bottle of water. And he's like, oh, okay. So I had it in there. He goes, you want me to come in with you? I'm like, sure, come on in. Yeah, Brady went out and made a new friend. They were just afraid that he was going to walk in this door with a big boom box on his shoulder and start dancing. Yes. Yeah, how you doing, ladies? I understand we got a complaint, but there are no more complaints in this room. The only complaint you're going to have is black eyes from getting my balls bounced off your face. <laughs> so uh, they're out there, and they're just drooling and commenting uh, you know, like guys used to do to women on construction sites. Now, for the last few years, it has been eggshells in every office building in America that you don't say anything to a woman about her clothes, her hair, her shoes. You don't say she looks nice. You try your best to just keep it all professional because they want an equal workplace where everyone isn't sexualized and it's just not fair to do it. And anyone who does it is a pig and disgusting and you can't believe when somebody makes comments about, like, body parts and shouldn't you be based on merit rather than the way you look and everything else. Well, they threw that away yesterday. And I went back down there after your cop uh, that will followed you in here went back outside. And one of the cops was leaning on a post like the Marlboro Man. He was in that uh, world's most uh, interesting man position. He had the, <laughs> a little bit of Captain Morgan going on, knee up, looking around. Another one was sitting over on this side of the parking lot. He's leaning against a tree in a sexy cop way. Good-looking younger cops. Goiche. Susan, the manager of the entire operation here, one beneath trip, and yeah, I'm using names, Susan, standing down there with Brett and I. Where's the, oh, he's hotter than that one. I don't know what you're talking about, Emily. He's the hottest <laughs> one. Where's the really cute one with the, with the thick butt? And I'm looking around, and I'm like, hold on a second here, ladies. If those were two female officers, and we were acting like this, Papers would be flying all over. And Susan, the manager, 
looks at me and says, it's our turn. It wasn't about equality. Nope. It's It's never been about equality. It's about them having the ability to do it and us not doing it. No, she wasn't rubbing it in. She's like, I'm tired of you doing it. I don't want you to do it, but I want to be able to. It was a double standard swaparoo. They didn't want it to be equal. They want it to be only them. They want to be allowed to say whatever they want. From management, it's our turn. Oh, so sexual harassment wasn't the problem. It was the fact you didn't feel empowered enough to do it. You wanted to be empowered to sexually harass, not to eliminate sexual harassment. Now I see what's going on around here. And I looked at her with a tear in my eye and I said... This isn't fair. And I ran like women used to do. So we get Harvey Weinstein lady walking around down here. And these poor cops just trying to do their job yesterday. We're in a, you know, I wonder who's bigger. I bet you he's bigger than that. It was it was atrocious, Brett. You've heard it all. Yeah, I mean, when I walked by Johnny, he looked like uh, Iron Eyes Cody. Just <laughs> That's right. Tears just coming crying. down his eye. I thought we were all in agreement that that way was the wrong way. And we've tried our hardest not to be that way anymore. And the first opportunity they had to be us, they took it. Not only did they fool us into thinking, we don't want to hear this kind of language, sexually harassing people is wrong no matter who does it. Uh Uh-uh. That was never what went on here. For the last five years, we've changed our ways. Don't touch a woman. Don't uh, acknowledge anything. Don't hug a woman in a business meeting. Shake everyone's hand like she's a man. Taylor Swift's song, If I Was a Man, I'd Be the Man. It's, that means more now to me than it did when I first heard it, which was like, I've always been oppressed. And if I was the man, I'd be... No, if I was a man, I'd act just like you guys used to. I just don't want you to be able to do it, too. By the way, as, as I was walking this dreamboat through the uh, office, mm-hmm. he says, hey, just want to let you know. I've been listening to you guys since high school. That's right. That's hard. That's painful. I, like I know. That. I don't like hearing that at all. Oh, uh, Dave go. wants to start nope. an online pe- petition now since uh, this is all going down there with the ladies. He wants to bring back the MILF contest. Yeah. Oh. If they can do it, we can do it. You know what? That's not a bad idea. We've got a few days to scurry this together. <laughs> we got to put this thing we together. We got to put this thing together, ladies. If it's all about talking about how big cop dicks are in front of everybody at work, I suppose we could do it with cans. Oh, no, you can't. And once again, the milk contest would be next Friday. And it was fun, and everybody was having a good time, and everybody liked it. But then management put out an email that said, if at all you're uncomfortable during the milk contest, it's a free day off. Well, guys took the day off. Salesmen didn't show up. So they could stream it. Doug took the day off. (laughs) Even Doug took the day off. And he'll take any chance to ogle women. Put it on the big screen at home. You give people an opportunity to not come to work for whatever reason, even if they're strippers with potatoes between their cans, they're not coming to work. So it made us look like the worst people in the world. We were the only four in the building. And the whole place was shut down. And it was under the idea that everyone who doesn't show up is uncomfortable with this happening. No, 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 no. The whole building was uncomfortable. Everybody took the day, th- took the Thursday night to drink until 1 in the morning because they had Friday off now because they got an excuse to not show up. <laughs> Nobody was uncomfortable with it. But you know what? As a decent human being, I'm like, you know what? Times, they are a-changing. The tide is moving a different direction, and I don't want to get lost and swept up in the undertow. If people don't want this, and this is an uncomfortable situation, the last thing I want to do, the last thing I, John Holmberg, 
man of the people wants to do is make my coworkers feel uncomfortable. There we go. But you know what, Brett? You were standing right there I yesterday, and you nobody's extending the same courtesy in my direction. Nope. Susan from management, dead in the eyes. It's our turn. Oh my God! I I need my rape whistle in an adult. Disgusting. Yeah. Then she called me into her office after, and she goes, "Yeah, here you want to talk about a contract negotiation? Why don't you dribble off them pretty little drawers and show me what I should pay you for?" And, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I stood in her office with my pants off while she goes, "Not too impressive." <laughs> Can I go? You bet Phoenix sit and send over uh, Rico Blaze. To yeah, the, don't to the start that again. <laughs> oh, Rico Blaze would still oh, be yeah. here. Uh, damn you, Brad. <laughs> you ladies, I understand what I ogle some men in uniform. How about one out of uniform? Blood dunk. <laughs> Let me plop this down on your keyboard, Jen Gardner. How are you liking these apples? That's right. Those are my nuts. The size of apples. Ooh, Rico, I kicked him out this morning. <laughs> He's asleep on your couch. Rico? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't asleep. I was recharging. <laughs> Oh, baby, you have no idea how I busted up your sales staff by request because the ladies was begging for more. Mmm, all right. I hope you have another altercation with a listener this morning because the cops love coming twice in two days. Oh, yeah. You know how I roll Rico Blaze in the house, man in uniform. Let me get them cuffs on you. Mmm, looks like... Susan from management's getting a little lippy. Maybe I should take out my nightstick and show her what for. Because guess what, baby? It's my turn. <laughs> That's right, Susan, who, by the way, I love greatly and think the world of. You look me dead in the eyes. Brett stood right next to me. As a helpless man in the workplace, it's our turn, she said. Never been about equality. Never been about a healthy work environment. Just stop telling the pretty girls they're pretty because it makes the ugly girls upset. That's basically what this was all about. Now, we're going to do it to you. That officer was walking through the building, and all they could picture is, are there Velcro on the side of that? Does that whole outfit rips off? Let me show you. (laughs) And no, that's not Velcro. That's just my unbelievable man strength ripping every thread from my body. Don't worry about it. I'll regenerate a new uniform. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like Iron Man. <laughs> Rico Blaze walking through your sales department, and guess what? Commissions are up, and so am I. <laughs> now it's time to introduce you to the SWAT team. Bend that oil. Bend over, baby, because I'm going to SWAT that ass. Mm. You like a little spanking? You like a little kitty cat? This pussy wants to play. Rico Blazes in the house. You're under arrest for being sexy. <laughs> Officer Rico Blaze, sadly, is a very real person. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you married? That's too bad. It looks like we're going to have ourselves an internal affair. Hmm. <laughs> you know what's sad about that? People who don't know are like, where'd you get that character? That's a real guy. That's a real police officer in our town. At least he was. But keep in mind, Brady, next time you're sitting in Susan's office talking about, you know, Red Mountain account or whatever thing we're doing here or whatever, keep in mind that she's just looking at you going, nope. 
You are being ogled, my friend, from management on down. She's eyeballing you going, not worth it. What happened? Will not harass that one. Nope. <laughs> Thank God you're safe, Brian. Yeah, you're safe. Don't worry about it. You are so safe from sexual harassment. I envy you. <laughs> I am a moving target, baby. I think we're all pretty safe. Oh, yeah. But just terrible. Terrible. Terrible behavior. And you know what? To prove guys are cooler than uh, girls, I'm not filing any reports. I'll just make it known. I can, I can handle myself in said situation. And those were some good-looking cops. But, you know, they made it known. I mean, it was faces against the glass strangeness. Nothing. Susan's always down there going, all right, everybody, chop, chop, let's get to work. Like, she's cracking the whip on these people all the time. It's like, yeah, Susan, just turn that radio down. It's distracting. Get to work. Get to work. And a couple of hot cops walking around, and they're just up against the glass. Look at that one's dick. <laughs> Couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like mobs to a bright light. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was hip. Every one of them. And all the guys were like, what is going on? And out loud, that one's hotter than that one. He's the hot one. They're both cute. Don't get me wrong. And all I thought was if that was us and two female officers, there would have been a meeting. There would have been an absolute sit down, but big binders. We'd have had to read about what we did wrong, how we can't have this kind of environment at work sexualizing everything that walks through here. It was embarrassing. Ladies, you should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed of yourself. It's our turn. Oh, I see how this works. That old Me Too movement wasn't about making sure everything was on the up and up. It was trying to find an angle in so you can do it and we can. It was the lady N-word. We can use it and you can't. And Susie walked through, too. HR walked through. HR walked through. Woo! It's getting a little warm in here. Like Susie. (laughs) See those cops outside? With their big sticks? Yes, I saw it. It's our turn. Like, my God, are we going to make banners? (laughs) It's like the WNBA. We got next. (laughs) Yeah, evidently they do. (laughs) And they have now, evidently, because it was not... Send over a couple of hot girl cops. You're right. The MILF contest... Got canceled out of kindness so we could tolerate this kind of behavior. It's abhorrent. And just because my dad and his father before him treated women like crap in the workplace doesn't mean it's your turn. We're trying to make it like that doesn't happen anymore. And all they're saying is, well, it happened to my mom, so it's going to happen. No way. Stop it. That's right. Petitions will be filed. (laughs) Heads will roll. We'll get this place all mail before you know it. The quality office should look. It was, it was embar- and Tom Wintermeyer was just like, "What's going on?" Like Tom, I don't know what's happening. Poor guy. I, I, this is. I feel unsafe too. It was a. It was weird. Even half of KDKB was down there too. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah well, that I expect. Like they were, like what, they were jumping off the second floor. <laughs> I got one. Landing on him, the cops like, "Get off me!" It's raining men for real. <laughs> Yeah, they were, they, yeah, they, you know what, to credit to them, too. That gaggle of guys down there didn't go plastering themselves up against the glass. They kept it cool. They kept the work environment a work environment. Wait for the first fire truck to pull up. Oh, Oh, no. We can't have the police and the fire over here anymore. Let it burn. 
Let it burn to the ground. Because you know what? What I witnessed yesterday was a gaggle of broads that if they saw a fire department show up and try to save our lives, they'd just lean up against the window like a bunch of dumb goldfish and burn to death. Oh, they throw throw matches, more gas on the fire. Trying to discover which one had the tightest ass. It was embarrassing. (laughs) Maybe embarrassing for you. But guess what you about to have in your sales department? A Rico Blaze baby boom. Mmm, <laughs> I plowed that snow yesterday. Every woman down there is white. And they were a little whiter when I was done. All right. You didn't think Jen Gardner's skin could get any whiter? I proved you wrong, friend. Oh, you want my badge number for a complaint? Let me hand that over to you. It's badge FU69. <laughs> mm. Rico Blaze, gonna get back in my squad car with my dick ride shotgun. All right. He's real. That's a real dude. You can Google it. <laughs> Google Rico Blaze. That's a real guy. Anyway, follow him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely follow. I, if I had anything to do with social media, Rico Blaze might be one of four people that I'm like, what's he up to? Follow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I just wanted to point that out. That, you know, guys. And, and you know what I'm going to say? Great work to the male species out there. We've bent over backwards quite literally to say, you know what, ladies, you're right. It wasn't fair how you were treated in the office. That was wrong. Men were taking advantage of our positions of power far too often and treating you like underlings and oppressed lesser than humans. And I would like to see all that change. And you know what their response was? I want to f*** the one on the left. (laughs) It's our turn. Amazing. Don't you hate that bright light of reality, ladies, that's called Holmberg's morning sickness? Yuck, right? (laughs) Yuck. And then they'll say it. And you know what? This is another sign that you know you're up to no good. And guys don't say it in the building anymore. Can't say anything in front of John. He'll broadcast it the next day. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't be so illegal. <laughs> maybe the voice of justice and truth shouldn't be around you too often. Because, yeah, I'll spill the beans on your terrible, toxic work environment that I try to keep clean on a daily basis. With my thank yous and my hellos <laughs> and my acknowledged female. Oh, female. Acknowledge. I've changed my entire approach to the ladies downstairs. I used to say, hey, your hair looks... Oh, I walked by Emily the other day. How are you? Fine. You're not going to say anything? About what? Me? How are you? (laughs) That's all I said. How are you doing? You didn't notice? And then she does this to her hair. She fluffs her hair. You didn't even notice. I'm sorry. Have you done something with your appearance that I did not acknowledge? I changed my hair. It's blonder and it's shorter. What do you think? It fringes your face nicely. (laughs) I'm going to leave now. Baiting me into a... You look hot, baby. I'm not going to say anything nice to you. It's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) It's a trap. I have Admiral Akbar in my head regularly at work shouting that to me. Don't talk to her. It's a trap. Yeah. Well, the the episode of... uh, um, succession the other night when the guy from Norway was meeting the family and uh, Shiv is there and she's uh, she's Axel Rose in drag I'm convinced of it but she's a woman and the guy from Norway says uh, he says hello to the to the guys 
And he's like, how are you? Shakes her hands. And he goes, if I give you a hug, am I going to get a lawsuit? And she goes, hug me and let's find out. So it was like, oh, well, if you put your hand, I wouldn't hug that. Handshakes. She wants a hug from fist, fist bumps yeah. and maybe just look too at the much, ground. Too much look touching at the ground. with a handshake. Yeah, it's terrible. Another thing that's going on in the world, which I find hysterical, is that Utah has been shut out by Pornhub. Pornhub has banned itself from Utah. Not the other way around. Utah's trying... And, the, and then, I, so I dug deeper yesterday because I'm like, because well, Studley, the pr- producer for uh, for the uh, Diamondbacks broadcast yesterday, sends me a thing that says, have you seen this? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that means they have to all whack off to this now, which is just a drawing of a prairie woman, ah. which I found hysterical. And he goes, what's your favorite part? The double D cans, the rosy cheeks. And I'm like, you know what? I think I like the 32-inch waist underneath that giant burlap sack because that means she's still trying. And when you, when you get that off, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Magic. So I think I could throw down to this. But Pornhub has banned itself from Utah because they have a, a government state bill that basically says you have to not only, you know, age verification on the Internet is basically are you 18, click yep. yes, right? Not <laughs> sure anymore. Am. In Utah, you have to identify yourself by giving your driver's license or state-issued ID, take a picture of it, send it to Pornhub every time you want to use it. So verify. I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, I understand the Mormon morality kind of Puritan way that they're like, porn is bad. And then I saw a protest of a bunch of really kind of let themselves go mid 40s, early 50s ladies with signs that say porn leads to porn is the abuse of women and more women are being uh, it causes abuse of women. And I'm like, well, this is for teen boys. Like, they're not out there abusing women. Uh, and if they are, and it's not leading them to that. And then I realized, oh, what Pornhub has done is introduce all the things that these women aren't willing to do with their husbands that their husbands are now finding out. So they have to ban Pornhub or make it really hard to get to it. So dudes don't have their eyes open to things that women are capable of doing sexually. Pornhub is an educational thing. You go on there and you're like, whoa, what's that move? Never seen that before. I got to try that. And when you're in one of those relationships where you're holding off uh, BJ's or birthdays and holidays only, you know, anal, yeesh, that's against the Lord. Those Mormon guys, we've seen it. They, they like that stuff. And so they're, they're making 12 and 13-year-old boys not be able to go to Pornhub. And I always thought that was called parenting. I didn't think that was the government's job. But a state-issued ID. So if your 13-year-old kid is trying to get an identification card, you know why. He's not driving. He's a, he just wants to beat off. All the, all the kids got to do. I mean, grab your dad's ID from his wallet. Right. Take a snapshot and go. You're done. Get a snapshot I, of it. And then the keep, problem? keep sending that. Right. right. There's ways around it yeah. for sure. But the truth of the matter is the root cause of this is ladies who don't want to perform for their husbands anymore are tired of Pornhub showing them what women are doing nowadays. You know, keeping up with the shaving. You know, uh, new maneuvers with the b-hole, uh, fingers going here, stuff getting touched here, clamps, punching, a lot of slapping going on, uh, getting stuck under tables. and Yeah, getting stuck in the dryers. Role so. playing, a lot of stepsister action. So ladies are looking, going, my husband's going to find out all the things I'm not going to do. And then I'm, then I'm in, now he's going to want that, so we got to make Pornhub go away. That's what they're really doing. Because she's convinced him for years it's missionary or prone. The days I don't feel like looking at you, I'll roll over. The days that I'm fine with it, we'll just, I'll lay here like a dead Mormon fish and we'll go at it that way. So Pornhub pulled the plug on Utah. Mormon Lake? Yeah, exactly. Just laying on the shore like, I'm still edible, but for maybe another day in the sun and I'm out. 
But man, this protest, they were furious. These ladies were shouting and screaming that porn is the reason there's violence. And then you look at violent crime statistics against women, and since porn has come out on phones, it's dropped every year. And what it's done for teenagers is made it so they don't have sex anymore. Teenage sex rates way down. Teenage pregnancy way down. And that's Pornhub. You can say, oh, no, it's good parenting. I've seen your parenting. It's not that good. Your kids are idiots. That porn has made it so your kids aren't having sex or socializing or anything else. Is it healthy? No, not at all. You shouldn't be introduced to that stuff at that age because you're never it's, – it's a, it's a bar too high. So look what the first article comes out this morning. Yeah, Pornhub access in Utah. Here's how to watch anyway. Yeah, well, there's, <laughs> look, you're an idiot if you can't figure yeah. out how to snow the system. Complete moron. But it basically, but I mean, they're worried about your kids watching porn. They're not worried about giving your ID to another humongous internet company for privacy reasons and everything else. Now pictures of your ID and your yeah, driver's license number and your address. Too and your much. Phone. You're 13 years old and your address is now in the hands of God knows who through the internet. And that's more, right? We've already given up enough privacy. Now they want snapshots of your ID being sent to the parent company of Pornhub. I'm 50. I wouldn't give Pornhub my ID. What are you going to do with that? Uh, I don't know. Just keep a record of how many times you're on here. You're going to have a billion snapshots of that ID. I'm there all. I I, I go there for ideas Just later. Keep it on file. How many Chris Valenzuela's do you think are going to be in Utah now? <laughs> <laughs> billion phony IDs. I need a fake ID, man. I'm not buying you beer, kid. Not for that. <laughs> Can I use your ID? You're going to have Circle K. There's going to be some 14-year-old kid with half a heart on going, Can I see your ID, man? I just need a photo of your ID. I'm like, hey, get your own beer. Not beer. I want to beat off behind the Circle K. I can't get on the internet. You don't want to send your ID to major companies like that. It's crazy. They've already got enough. They've got your IP address, which leads them right to it, but at least make them go through some steps. Now you're just giving your child's address to MindGeek or whatever the name of that company is that owns Pornhub. And ladies protesting porn, we know what you're doing. You're not mad at porn. You're mad that your husband likes it. And he's and you're not doing anything to change his mind. You're incapable of liking it enough to please him. So he has to go there to go, all right, here's, here's where fantasies live. Used to be we had to imagine it. Now it's sent to us. And frigid, miserable women who have sex twice a year are angry about that because now their husbands can see what they're not doing. Used to be you'd imagine what they're not doing. Now they can actually witness other women doing what your wife says no one does. It's a fantasy. I don't think so. I think this actually happened. <laughs> I think it's, ha- and look, I scrolled down. It's happening a lot. Like, oh, there's a lot of women stuck in ovens. Uh, I need to protest. He's we fine. have nice appliances. He's no, he <laughs> knows too much. It is. Whatever happened to just wanting to please the fella? Instead of go- you take the time to paint a sign that says no more porn. You just won't go home and blow the guy. He'll be quiet for a week. You want to shut a guy up about everything? Blow him on Monday. You won't start hearing from him again until Friday. Ah, you start getting antsy around Friday. What's going on? Nobody paying attention. And then, oh, yeah, everything's fine. The gifting that happens after that. The, the, the calming nature of it. I mean, I, I don't understand guys who are like, my wife and I haven't, it's been months since she's even touched it. Like, you're upset, aren't you? Yeah, I'm bitter. I can't talk. Every time I bring that up, she rolls her eyes. Rolls her eyes at the idea of you having pleasure. Yeah, she says I'm a pervert. 
Oh, really? Well, that's interesting. Does she realize that if she just blew you on Wednesday, you'd be fine till next Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why she doesn't understand that. She hates doing it. So I go to Pornhub every day, twice, three times a day. When I was in that Sex Anonymous meeting, it was just a bunch of dudes whose wives were mad at them for liking sex. And these guys had problems. The dude beating off at work was my favorite. Because he got so comfortable with it, he started to do it with the dude in the cubicle next to him and didn't realize he was there. (laughs) And that's how he got busted. And then, because his wife was such a shrew about sexual activities, and this guy might have been a little over the top. She might have had a point. But she just cut him off completely. That was her solution to this dude's desire. Cut him off. Oh, yeah, that'll fix it. Yeah. And so he just got worse and worse with trying to hide it because it was so, it was, you know, his parents basically and his wife now had the same thing like, you dirty bird. I can't believe you like this that much. So he'd start to beat it when everybody was at lunch. And his story, I'm sitting, my mouth was wide open. I wish I took a screen cap of all the little squares on that Zoom thing when I'm like, what is this sexual addiction? What is it? And when you, when I found out Zoom had their addicts meetings right there and you could just sign up, I joined. So I went to that one and that dude. So I was at work, and I would wait for people to go to lunch, and then I would get my phone out, and I would do it right there at the cubicle. It looked like I was working because our cubicles are pretty tight. And he said, and then a few days later, I did it. And then I looked to my right, and I didn't realize that guy hadn't gone to lunch. <laughs> he beat off, and the dude was, like, right next to you. Oh. Luckily, he didn't catch me. And then a few days later, I started to get it. Like, I think he doesn't care. So then I started to do it while he was there, and then evidently he did care, and I got fired. <laughs> and so he's throwing him in the trash can. And then... uh then he gets a talking to, and instead of going home to tell his wife, I got in trouble at work for some stuff, he just got up in the morning and went to the park for eight hours, and then would come home. For a while. <laughs> he's trying to find a job, but he couldn't, so he got yeah, for like a month. And then she's like, how come we don't have any money? Like, what's going on? And then somebody at, uh, she ran into somebody from his work that told the story, and said, I just can't believe it happened. She's like, what happened? He goes, well, you know, Rob got fired, and. That's how she found out. And then she asked him and found that he got fired for beating off. <laughs> Man, tough yeah. one to bring home. And I sat in that meeting and I said, nope, I'm, I'm normal. I've never once like gone, oh, geez, sorry, fellas. Was, was I just jerking it? It happens every once in a while. I kind of get lost in my own fantasies and start tugging away. Yeah, it's a tough one, though. But standing outside with a protest sign rather than just going home and pleasing your husband, your husband will shut up. That's how much they hate him. They'd rather shut down everything he enjoys, even outside of her, than they would just, uh, you know, grin and bear it for about eight minutes. I'll show him. I'll show him. We're going to shut down porn, too. Boy, he seems to sure like that. Let's kill that dream. If you're not putting out, don't roll your eyes at the guy. Who's, you know, throwing it up on the big screen at home and getting it rid of so If he's doing it in front of the kids, sure, you got an argument. But if he's keeping it together, don't shove him into the recesses of the bathrooms of the house to make him pretend he poops eight times a day. Poor, poor fella. And now you realize he's only there because he doesn't want to give you his money. <laughs> That's really the only reason that guy's still putting up with the lady protesting in front of the courthouse. <laughs> if you've ever protested in front of a courthouse that porn's bad... You just hate your husband. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And he hates you, too. And he doesn't like you, either. Yeah, yeah you guys aren't the thing. I'll make sign. Where are you going, honey? Get a protest born. Oh, mother f- I'm married to a loon. But it's too expensive to get rid of her, so we'll just keep her around and let her protest the courthouse. <laughs> My husband loves it too much. Okay.
But yeah, watch that video of that, and you'll find out why Utah's really banning porn. For sure. They say butts are in play. That's that porn teaching them that. Shut it down. All Pornhub would have to do is say, we're going to give you 10%. Oh, yeah, give the Mormon church money. Oh, yeah. You'd see a logo on that church. Moroni wouldn't be blowing that horn anymore. (laughs) He'd be up there with a brand new Pornhub object for sale today. Pornhub's tithing. Or was it Gabriel? Whoever blows the horn. There'd be a different blowing is what Ah. I'm saying, Mormons. Yeah, the tithing in Pornhub. (laughs) Would you like to donate now? Oh, yes, got to tithe my 10% to you. You're a brilliant operator. Thank you, Joseph Smith. And then you could search out, like, Brigham Young crosses mountain with whore. You'd see a whole new category, group canning. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, the goal canning is totally different on Pornhub. Oh, it's a bunch of Mormons canning. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's not a mason jar he's putting that in. Yeah, it would be pretty good. But anyway, I'm watching that. Yeah, it's so easy. When they always say it's to protect the teens. Stop it. It's like 10 bucks a month, you can get one of those VPNs that bounces all over the world, so you're right, fine. Right. And here's the I other mean, thing. <laughs> I, what, the, where's the issue here? Hey, Utah kids. Red tube. Yeah. They didn't ban it yet. It's the same thing. It just causes more viruses. Pornhub's cleaner. Do you ever get the virus warning? Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, just delete, delete that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got one. So your computer's been affected with 132 viruses. Yep. I'm, like, I'm in the middle of jerking off. Will you please leave me alone? Viruses. Again? Oh, well. My compu- at least it's a computer getting a virus. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> I was almost done. Now I got to call Apple after this. You've, you've distracted me. 132 viruses. That just means this is a popular video. <laughs> I'm I picked on, a good one. <laughs> I'm on to some. This must finish strong. <laughs> Too many tainted computers have looked at this already. I must be on it. 87% my ass. This thing's a 100. <laughs> anyway, good luck, Utah, with your banning. But I used to call, you know, and I'm not an expert on anything. I used to think that when your kids were jerking off too much, that in order to stop them, you didn't need government help. Uh, that was your job as a mom and dad. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff anymore. That's right. You just go down and you paint something on a sign that yeah. says, yuck to this. You got to be best friends with your kids yeah. now. And you also, yeah, you don't want to be the one taking it away. No. You want to be the one stopping the world. You're, you're making the world a better place from your kid beating off to it. Now the lists are coming through Red Tube, you oh, porn, X Hamster. I mean, yeah. X Hamster. I always yeah. forget about X Hamster. I do too, actually. Yeah, there's ways around it. Now, if they all I start- forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, you don't know any of these. <laughs> Brady's down He's there taking going, notes. Here's your sign, Ronnie. Go have some fun. <laughs> and Brady beating off is gross. This is the sign. Like, you've got to stop this. Like, she doesn't even try to stop pouring up. She just gets right to it. Seeing my husband beat off is disgusting. Really? My face on the sign? Brady's never used porn for it. We'll, ladies, you can ban all you want. We can. We're fine. We'll figure There's it out. There's alternatives. Yeah. Would you rather actually know what we're watching while we beat off or... Do you want to know what we're thinking? You don't want to know what we're thinking. You don't want to know what we're doing to your best friend at all. And, you know, your point of it's up to the parents and the kid, you can't uh, stop it. Even if you took everything away. That kid's going to throw it everywhere. Yeah, he'll just start drawing stuff like a weird caveman. Just (laughs) on the side of his his walls, you're going to see little stick figures with huge boobs and like... Spilled milk Splatters all over the car. <laughs> you don't want to bring a black light into that cave. <laughs> what are you drawing in there, Caden? 
<laughs> I was drawing another stick figure with a huge. Oh God, that's his new porn. Is that fire coming out of there? Now we have no. to. Now we have to ban crayons. <laughs> <laughs> Those are obscenely big. No woman could meet that standard. <laughs> woman, my turn. We'll figure it out. We'll go back to the cave drawings. I'm still waiting for that day. Where we find that one Indian tribe up there in Sedona that lived in the cave and all the pictures were dirty. <laughs> dudes with giant sticks sticking out of the center of them. A bow and arrow shooting a woman in the back of the head. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens. Cut the porn yeah. off. That's right. Mm-hmm. We'll go backwards. Mm-hmm. We've got years of practice in this. Porn just made it easier. There's still mosaics from 79 AD. <laughs> oh, those were Pompeii. great. Pompeii just made it like decorations for the city. Their door handles were penises. They didn't care. They were basically like, let's just cut to the chase. Here, we all love this, right? Anyway, good luck out there banning porn, Utah. You just made it. You just you just made it like gum in school. We want it now. You think your thirteen year old that wanted porn before doesn't want it twice as bad now that mom and dad have made it a bad thing, or the government you've made you've made Mormons bad boys with their computers? You'd rather have them robbing liquor stores. They're going to be. They're gonna, you're going to make them little geniuses. And again, yeah, Red Tube, X Hamster, yeah. tons of options. And I don't know if they're all banned, but Pornhub, great move. Pornhub's number in the United States alone, 135 million visitors a day. We only have 300, That's some good traffic. We only have 330 million people in the country. Half of them are women, and a good portion are kids. I think I'm responsible for about 18 million of those 130 million visits a day, but that is getting it done. 130 million a day. How often? A for day. You. For, for me? You. Yeah. Watching Pornhub? Yeah. Well, sometimes when I've got nothing to do and the news <laughs> is slow, I'll go to Pornhub and I'll map out a few videos and then I save them to notes. It's strategy more than anything, right? Planning the day. Well, I don't plan it. It's just like there's Same. nothing going on. So I look and I go, oh, there's a good one. And then I save it to notes. Gotcha. So I've got a file in my notes of things to use later so I don't have to search on Pornhub and go through that frivolous, like, not that one, not that. It's like, you know, yeah. I've, I've already rented my videos, so to speak. So I've got four or five to choose from right there. You know, there you go. there's Scarlet Scandal. She's got her own page. And then there's one girl who has a tattoo under her boobs now from Spain that I'm enjoying. And that's just, you know. Save it for a rainy day type stuff. I, but mean, I, I, I get it. If you're, you know, no. you're sitting there watching Linda Williams on TV, but you can watch Scarlet <laughs> Scandal instead. I'm watching Scarlet. I mean, come on. If, if those are your catalysts to Scarlet Scandal, you know what? I'm done with this. Man, I don't know. Linda Williams isn't doing it for me today. I think I'm going to porn up. You don't want me to put the news in you? What's going on? Sorry, Linda, not tonight. I'm going to go with porno rather than Sunday evening news lady. <laughs> Brett has two two triggers on that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. like, Drew Barrymore's not doing it for me. What's on Channel 10? Anything to beat to? And then it was a fire in the house. And like, oh, that's Linda Williams. Maybe I can finish to this. No, nope, I'm going with porn. <laughs> I'm Linda Williams. I want to put the news in you. All right. Let's see what she's got for me. It's kind of a low-cut shirt. <laughs> 
Uh, Travis wants to say that X Hamster and X Videos are great sites. Added bonus: no virus pop-ups. No kidding. Yeah, it just so doesn't tell you. You're probably getting viruses. It probably, it's just yeah. it's eliminated <laughs> telling Stealth. you. <laughs> it's kind of like a hooker. She doesn't tell you she's got herpes, but you're getting them. Yeah, I don't know. And I go to Apple. I went to Apple to change my last phone. It was all cracked up. The guy goes, "Let's take a look." You don't want to do that. You have 133,000 viruses on this phone. Like, it's humming like a top. I had no idea. <laughs> things moving as quick as ever. You realize that you're compromising all your accounts. Oh, yeah, I've had my identity stolen several times. Probably because of that. And I need a new phone. Do you want me to clean out the viruses? Oh, yeah, I want a fresh start. But don't expect in a year or two when I come back here that this isn't going to be the same conversation. <laughs> I'm going to come back with a virus-riddled 8Z phone. It's happening. Yeah, most of the time that's from adult websites. We both know that. <laughs> Thank you, Valdemort. Now get me a new phone. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, sorry. I'm going through the uh, the porn. Everybody's recommending yeah, their right. sites now. So, uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. They're going to be out at U-Fest this year, as a matter of fact. I was talking to Josh. So if you got any questions about how to hit the trail or maybe... Got a question about that new bike you've been eyeing up? Well, come on out to U-Fest. Talk to Josh and the boys. They're going to be out there. Uh-oh. They're going to be out there taking care of you guys. Check them out, actionrideshop.com. And, of course, just go on down there to Gilbert Road in Southern. Now, it's emails like this that are going to make me go stand out in front of the courthouse and ban porn. Kirk emails and he goes, I've been using X-Hamster. I have to read it like this because this is how seedy it showed up. I've been using X-Hamster exclusively for about eight years. Mostly amateur. I like my Ford like I like my cookies and porn. Homemade. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't ask what you liked. (laughs) You looking to date? Yeah. (laughs) I might meet that one at the Apple Beans. Unless we got Deftones, Ghost, Iron Maiden, Megadeth, Killswitch, Shinedown, Slayer, Ministry, but uh, Metallica's Moth into Flame stuck yeah. out for all the sales ladies yeah. out there looking at the. Uh, That's perfect. Watching our cops yesterday. Yeah, watching those cops, Moths to a Flame. Boy, those guys were just a, a sexual. Uh, and, I, and I want to apologize to the Phoenix Police Department who was just doing their job yesterday. They didn't deserve to be treated that way by our female staff. I mean, I'm sure they're cool about it, but at a certain point, these gentlemen are just trying to do their jobs. And you should be doing your lady jobs as well, like professionals. It's ridiculous. The one was at the front door, and they heard, oh, the other one's at the back door? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's two of them out there? Mm, I'd love to be front and back doored by these gentlemen. Like, hey, that's enough. Let's get some work done around here. Nope. Then management turned to me, and what am I going to do after that? And It's like Demi Moore to Michael... uh, 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 Douglas? Douglas in that, uh, that terrible movie. It's our turn. <laughs> she said, like Harvey Weinstein. One at the front door, one at the back door. Mm. <laughs> I'll take the one at the back door. <laughs> Bonk! Just up against the glass. They were like snails cleaning the glass. They were just scooting up and down the glass. <laughs> just sliding down the front of it. It was insane. Never seen anything like it. Never seen men behave like that, even at our worst. It was a cartoon. They'd have Michaels had. had uh, Bridgerton on the monitor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, all right, everybody, back to work. And all you heard is <laughs> walking around downstairs. <laughs> it's our turn, she says. Terrible. You're not supposed to behave that way. But Moth to a Flame is a solid one. We'll go with that. If it was a cartoon, it would have been that wolf. 
when the cops walk by and their their eyes pop out <laughs> and their tongue rolls out like a carpet. They were embarrassing. You embarrassed yourselves, ladies, all of you. We men, we were trying to get work done in the workplace under the new rules that you set and then broke yourselves. You set up all the new rules and you kicked them down like Jenga. Embarrassing. I'm ashamed to work here. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Time for the Brady Report. All the news that only Brady knows. Brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And Hooters takes carry on Wednesday. Usually it's Wednesday, but Hooters is going to be hot. Clear your schedule tomorrow. You can celebrate the 40th birthday of Hooters and. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Fun specials on themed events. Uh, Friday is Cinco de Mayo. Game is on. Sons. Wonder how many Princess Leia. Don't talk about it again, Ah, all right? right. Sorry, Trini Rob, you're right. Don't want to bring up sports. God, why why would I put my finger on the pulse of an entire city? Uh, It's Cinco de Mayo. The game will be on Friday. Saturday, fight night. They got that going on. UFC 288. Canelo is fighting this weekend. Uh, Cinco de Mayo fight. Canelo Alvarez goes back to his regular weight and is going to beat up somebody in that division, which is good, instead of stepping up like he did and got his ass handed to him. Uh, Hooters has all that stuff ready to go, so the week will heat up, even though the temperatures won't yet. And you can go to Hooters and see all that stuff and more and enjoy yourself while you do what our uh, female sales department does to men and uh, very classily eyeball the ladies at Hooters and not make fools of yourselves like our women. Downstairs is the... It's that video they would have shown in an HR meeting of what not to do. Up and down, downstairs. Here's what you shouldn't say when you see someone attractive in the office. Woo, baby, which one's better? It was great. Thanks, ladies, for giving us that gift yesterday. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Paranormal Day. Ooh, ghost. Ghost. A lot of talk's been going with that, a lot of pictures. Of you got spaceships and, and oh, paranormal going yeah, and paranormal and activity seems to be on is an that all-time all space high. stuff, or is that ghost and space? What is paranormal? I think it's all I of the above. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was just ghost, ghost but I, I don't know. Too. I thought paranormal okay. activity was spirit. We need Zach Bangins. Yeah, a couple like, of baseless fun facts. Now I don't know if they've lumped aliens into paranormal. Uh, Could be. Phenomena, telekinesis, no, clairvoyance. No. Oh, it's Psychic Day. Yeah. Those well, that's people. That's what it says paranormal. I don't that know. That can communicate Maybe with that, okay. the dead and bring them back. Yeah, Either way. Lunatics, basically. It's lunatics who sham you out of your money when you're most desperate. Thanks, McCleo. And by the way, psychic, uh, right now listening, going, hey, that's not fair. Uh, yeah, it is, because you didn't know I was going to say it. So you didn't expect <laughs> it. I surprised you by calling you a nut. Sinister comes from a Latin word meaning on the left side. It's a remnant of the outdated oh. association between left-handed people and wickedness. How about Brady's veiled political shot at the left wow. there? Nice work. Sinister, it's people on the left. Left-handed people. You cleared it up later. Yeah. I'm in that category. Coming from the left side. Yeah, you're anything but sinister. That is not a way I'd describe you at all. The emergency, the emergency phone number in South Korea... Is 112 for a crime, 
119 for a fire, and 113 if you want to report a spy. Cool. Do we have that? I don't think so. We need a spy number. The first person to have a number one hit after they died? Ooh, good buddy Holly. Hmm. Nothing that's in the, uh, you know, back. It's uh, got to be around January of 1968. January of 68, which means... You know, Hendrix or Joplin? Uh, no, had they, no, they were 70s. 60, don't tell us yet, Brady. This is a good one. Uh, hmm. January of 68. Was it a hit before and then their song popped up again? January of 68. Female or male? It was released and hit number one on January of... 1968, a month after he died. Oh, it's he. It's December. Otis Redding? Bingo. Okay, nice. there you go. Thank nice you. Paul. I pulled that Sitting out of my ass right there. Yeah. Sitting on the dock of the bingo. Because like, I know he died around Christmas. But the only reason I know that is because the pictures on the internet show him strapped to his plane seat. Still in the seat, yeah, it's right? creepy. Yeah, we pulled that up yeah. not too long. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. you Google Otis Redding in the plane. He is in perfect seated position. I think he, he frozen, frozen lake because yeah. it was December, and he landed in a frozen lake. When they pulled him out, he's just a popsicle Redding, and he's we'll put him in the uh, do a little Otis Redding for Night of the Singing Dead. That didn't Otis Redding the also name. do. They uh, originally were called Otis Pops, <clears throat> and they changed him to Otter Pops. There we go. Yep, we knew he, and you know what? He he trudged through that. I put up a couple <laughs> of roadblocks, knowing this yeah. was coming. I tried to save you folks, but he blew right through like the Dukes of Hazard onto the closed road. Didn't Otis, didn't Otis Redding also do uh, Hard to Handle originally? I don't know. I'm looking up his his popular songs. Uh, yeah, Hard to Handle. Yeah, he did Hard to Handle. Mm-hmm. That's the original version. Well, we'll do that. We'll do Otis Redding's Hard to Handle for the uh, Night of the Singing Dead in honor of that. For, that's an interesting uh, take there. And again, the only reason I knew that was not musical knowledge. It's because I saw his dead corpse and I knew he died in December. It was that or Roberto Clemente. Those were my two guesses. <laughs> The word onesie is trademarked by Gerber. Hmm. And they go after companies that use it instead of the generic alternatives like infant bodysuit. <laughs> Jesus. Awful. That sounds like a pervert's closet. <laughs> These are my infant bodysuits made from real infant body. Man, silence of the lambs. Yeah. A it software. Puts the lotion in the crib or else it gets the hose again. Put the little f- lotion in the basket. This software engineer from Chicago started suspecting that <laughs> portions were different when you ordered online than uh, in person at a restaurant. So he whipped out a scale and started weighing the food and tracking the results. He ordered 20 of the same salads from this place called Sweet Garden, Chicago, kind of like Salad and Go. 10 in person, 10 online. Almost all of the online orders were smaller across the 20 orders. The ones online were an average of 16% smaller. In the comments, some food service workers suggest this may happen at many places where food is assembled in front of customers. Hmm. The idea is the worker have uh, more time to complete the online orders so they're able to follow the recipe and strict rules of portion sizes. Whereas if the person's watching you, you tend to go a little bit heavier. That and there's no top. Yeah. When you have to close something, you tend to not pile on. For the record, Sweet Garden claims its huh. portions are the same online as they are in store. Any discrepancy is unintentional. Uh, how cheap are you that a few 
things of lettuce are going to make you start weighing your food. But other places like Chipotle admit that this can happen. Sure. The package, like the plates are a little different. Yeah. Customers can also customize their meal in restaurants by vocalizing their desired portions. But Tony Roma's when I used to do the to-go, because as a manager, you'd have to sometimes get the to-go. The, 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 one, the one rule was... The, as a waiter, the, the little barbecue tin you got with your ribs in the rest, there was one scoop. One scoop. One yeah. scoop. That was industry standard Tony Roma's rule. You yelled at all the time. But I got so sick of running those barbecue tins out because they you could get they multiples. Yep. They'd blow through them so fast. So I double scoop it. For to-go's, I kept it legit because they can't complain or ask right. for more. Right. So, yes, you got less for to-go's because... I wasn't going to get hassled by you. Same with the with the coleslaw there, the, the cornbread. Oh yeah, you got baby that. amount. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. you got the, yeah. the 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 amount you're supposed to get in the yep. restaurant on to go, and in the restaurant you get a little extra because you're going to hassle me otherwise. Yep, it's face to face hassling. I don't. I was trying to avoid it. And the psychotic cooks don't want you coming back five times. <laughs> right. I need more barbecue. Get another scoop. We just give them three to start. <laughs> it's the end of another era. Butter pats was the other thing. Oh, One yeah. per roll. Yeah. And I'd, I used to reach and just get a handful and chuck in butter. You're wasting butter. You know, that's a penny a pat. God, you have to hate Take your life. Take it out of my check. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know what? I can afford it. <laughs> what is that, eight cents I just wasted? <laughs> Boo-hoo. Here's a dime. Yeah. Just change. Well, here's a dime. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, Ray Perry. That guy. Ugh. Butter pats were a penny. It drove him mad. I remember this lady wanted a... Uh, it was at Midwestern Meats. She ordered a salad to go, and she took one of those large styrofoam cups and said, could you fill this with uh, ranch? Whew. It's in a glass. He's going to drink half of that. Just put it in the bowl that the what lettuce is in because you're not going like to. It's like buying two Pig. bottles. Yeah, that's a lot of ranch, lady. No is the answer. Yeah. By the way, I can't hear it, but emails are coming in, and yesterday I got another one. Toledo, people who listen online are complaining about Brady's nose whistle. And they wouldn't. They don't care if it stops or starts. I'm not hearing it today, but I, my ears are a little clogged, so I don't. I don't hear well, it. We have the bed. They don't. You, yeah, we have the thing on here. Like you can hear music on that. But when you listen online, the music's not there. Uh, they would like you to come on and say this next segment is a Brady whistle six <laughs> <laughs> uh, to rank it one through ten, okay. so they can kind of prepare okay. for. Because sometimes when they hear prepare, it drives them. It's nuts. a five. Yeah, I don't hear it today, so it might be low. It might be a two. It's like the fire danger thing when you drive up to Pace. <laughs> right. We're, yeah, we're, we're to, right we're in the orange. Moderate, we're in a moderate nose whistle. The largest grocery chain in America, Kroger, is ditching its weekly newspaper and ad circulars, which advertise the latest grocery specials, provided coupons. I want you to you do it all clip. on their app. No longer. Man. Yeah, and that's a pain in the ass, too. Yeah, they now you can coupons, do it on the app. But you, if you, they're offering a coupon, you got to pull it up on your phone. Printed versions will, will still be available. <laughs> there we go. Toledo's conversation go. about coupons is funny because it's right on par for character. <laughs> A Stanford University study in 2006 found that so on brand. So on brand. Ten percent of shoppers chose their store based on each week the ads that they had in their circular. That was almost 20 years ago, so the percentage is probably much lower. I go to whatever store's close. I don't care. Yeah. It's better. Convenience trumps the yeah. 12 cents off. Bad news for newspapers. Terrible news for newspapers. That was their big one. The Wednesday circular. I, I wish s- they'd quit sending those ones in the mail, too, though. You get the, you, the coupons in the mail? Oh, yeah. You get the... the save-ons. Yeah, the oh, save-ons right. and all that kind of stuff. It goes right in the recycle bin. Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't, I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but uh, Minnesota State Senator became reluctant star, a reluctant star on social media. They did a Zoom meeting to vote on an issue, and he puts on his little square, and he's in bed shirtless. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Senator Calvin Barr, he's a Republican of East Bethel, and he was seen. And in the background, there he is in bed, shirt off, casting his vote. And then on the wall is a uh, dildo, schoolhouse rock poster. <laughs> oh, I'm just sweet. a bill. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a truck driver. So he'd been driving all night, went to bed, set the, the alarm to get up for the vote. Yeah. He's, he was, he's, he doing was until 4.45 a.m. Hauling goods? Yep. So went to bed before Monday's meeting. There's a Zoom dress code? I mean, it no, wasn't like he was tugging. and now they no. maybe have to talk about that. Well, at least wear a shirt, Bill. Yeah, because most people during the time of the pandemic, you know, they just put a t- their top on. And no jacket. pants. Yeah. But Bill was busy doing his job, being a man of the people, and then followed through. Unlike Diane Feinstein, doesn't even show up for votes anymore. A new study. That was a good one. A new study reveals that women have longer small intestines than men by a foot. You know who knows about that? Rico Blaze. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me tell you about a woman's small intestine because I've been in them. The first thirteen feet are the roughest. Then it smooths out. I tell you about my small intestine because I've been in that too. Yeah, that's right. I've got a bendy straw. Mm. Regal Blaze been up inside both just for experimental purposes. I had to arrest myself for making myself feel so sexy. Rico's right. What are the charges? <laughs> what are the charges? Mm. Disturbing the piece of ass. <laughs> Sorry, Brett likes Rico Blaze too much. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Sorry. You're right. Uh, the average size is 13 feet yep. for men. Women go 14. That the, means they... the good ones go 15. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, they believe could uh, be a reason for some of the gastrointestinal conditions that women. Otherwise known as constant complaining. Yeah. <laughs> Restless ladies. I got an extra foot of long intestine. Oh, yeah, I got an extra foot of human. You don't hear me bitching all the time about it. Get it it. taken out, ladies. Yeah, remove your intestines. You don't need them. Well, get the foot (laughs) taken out at least. (laughs) Yeah, come down to the perfect male body. Your body's broken. Ours is perfect. It doesn't constantly break down. Exactly. Uh, You guys go get that taken out and be more like a man. There's one benefit. The, The longer intestine is believed to help women better absorb nutrients if needed for pregnancy and breastfeeding. And also, um, the small intestine is all about absorption. It's when you get a vast majority of your nutrients, the study shows that that can help them also deal with stress better. No, I ain't seeing that. I ain't seeing that. The extra extra foot of intestine certainly isn't showing in all those areas. Of course, they've all got tummy issues. Every girl I've ever talked to in my life, and I feel bad for it. But if it's an extra foot of intestine, then let's hop in there. Limited scarring, of course, like a breast implant, and let's get uh, some of that intestine removed. Maybe we go in through the back door and take that last foot and then tug down the intestine and sew that back on. You've already got an opening. 
Yes, please have Toledo identify the whistles. I'm triggering back to b- grade school, and I hear, and I just raise my hand for those audio <laughs> tests because that's all I hear, and I just reflex. When you hear the light beeps, raise the hand of the side you heard the beep on. <laughs> I'm not hearing it today, right? I'm not, Sometimes I'm I not do, either. But evidently, without the background noise, you occasionally just start going. And then there whistle. was a. <laughs> <laughs> it could be my laugh. Too. No, it's your nose. We all Great. hear. It. Sometimes not we the hear. Breath you want to. <laughs> You'd think we can't tell the difference between that and a nose whistle. You sound like a deflating basketball. <laughs> well, he's dying. <laughs> There's an early Mother's Day poll because we're about a little over a week away from Mother's Day, and they ask moms. Um, if they think they're the best mom in the world, 73% said yes. Yes. That's ego. 80% of moms also said their family could be totally lost without them. That's ego That's too. Ego. The top five skills moms are confident that they have are problem solving, nurturing, nurturing, multitasking, organization and time management, mm-hmm. and uh, communication skills. Here's the thing missing discipline. That's the thing missing from that. And they're right. All five of those things are a mom's job, and they're great at them. But you, you exit dad from the equation like you have for the last 30-plus years saying, oh, I can raise a boy by myself, single mom, this, that, and the other. And it's a man's fault. Discipline is a man's number one job. Top five challenges. They don't have face. any. Yeah. Dating. Not enough time for me. Not enough me time. Dating. That's a, that means dating. Financial struggles. Don't have a man paying the bills. Dealing with kids' medical needs and health. That's right, because they're too worried all the time, stressing out, or a man just goes, walk it off. And their kids misbehaving. Discipline. The problems of this world would be easy to solve. And uh, ladies, I'm not blaming you. If the single mom world wasn't looked at as such a heroic thing, get dads back in the fold, and that's on us. That's on guys. Guys are too quick to just walk away and take them every 14 days. Here's something that's interesting. When moms aren't sure how to handle a situation, the top person they turn to is another mom. I thought Jesus. (laughs) 83% lean on other moms for support and advice. Right. Peer group, friends. It's men's fault that the single mom society is raising a bunch of pansies and a bunch of kids who can't handle adversity. Walk it off. The walk it off world worked, period. Well, the, you period. said it like Mark has been kind of brought into that fold with his kids where he couldn't do anything with them because everybody around him would, would call him out. Oh, you know, he still handles it. But yeah, like, no, Mark's, Mark's done really good with his kids as far as like, you know, making sure that they get knocked around. Right. Not, not physically, but like, you know, the world hits them and they have moments. But yeah, we've talked about how you can't really discipline them in front of other people. Right. Because they lose their minds that you're doing it wrong. Yep. Yeah, it's goddamn the, business. It's the, exactly. It's the single mom society. Moms are doing a great job. They're doing their jobs perfectly. The missing link is the dude being there to balance that out. My mom was amazing at nurturing me. Every I had a black eye from baseball once, and oh my God, I've never had more ice cream and care and love in my life. And then dad came home. You're laying in bed for a black eye. <laughs> Mom's worried that my orbital bone is cracked. Get up. Doesn't mean you can't walk. Yeah, well, like, yeah, he's right. Like, I'm laying down because my eye hurts. Why am I laying down? Because my mom was caring for I was a baby. Get outside, pussy. Yeah, but had he not come home, I might still be in bed getting ice cream. That was nice. <laughs> Let's get to some pretty videos. First one's a rock slide. 
you have to catch this one pretty quick. The okay. car's got the dash cam going the opposite direction, and the car's coming at him. There's yeah. a couple of big boulders that roll off the side Ugh, of this mountain. Miserable. And it takes out the is one Is it California, car. or where is it? Do you know? Um, I don't know. All right. I'm guessing no. with livestock on the road, yeah, this not looks like, California. This looks like somewhere else. Tooling around, yeah, you know, just comes, dodged a couple cows. what it does. Oh, my. Oh, it came down oh, there man, like 90 man, miles an hour. Three, and then watch two more come in the background. Oh look how big God, And they're things. not just trickling down. Took out a tree. It's yeah. raining massive rocks. Great rocks flying from the sky. That thing is, Mesh. and it takes out a tree. That just explodes that tree. Splinters an old 50-foot tree. That guy needs to go to, go to Vegas right wow. now. Wow. I think he blew all his odd, luck yeah. right there. I wouldn't, man, oh, man. The odds of that happening, though. Oh. oh. It hit the front oh. of his car. It, another six inches, it lands right on the cabin. Wow. Yeah, I am. And there's, where do you go? The rocks are raining down, and now what? Like you oh, said, he horrible. stopped and waited to that's see if anything else. Horrifying. And it doesn't look like rocks. It looks like a wetland lush, yep. like Washington. Man, that's crazy. You never know. The next one's a Brett special. Look at this dump. This guy's over by, uh, looks like there's some. Is like an electric electrical grid. box? It's yeah. A big electrical and box. We'll find out here. Oh, no. Oh, no. It just blew him up. Well, check it out. Dude, Does he get up? Alive. Top of his head is on fire. Puts he's putting himself, himself out. out. Oh, yeah, his, he's burning internally. Uh, look at him. It's Freddy Krueger. This is the beginning of Nightmare on Elm Street, Brady. Walks out. <laughs> it is. This is how Freddy Krueger is born. What is he doing with that? He just kind of slowly walks over to a huge electrical box and starts touching it. He doesn't look like an expert either. He's got no tool belt. <laughs> this was inevitable. Some tweaker Whoa. trying to steal copper. Could be. There's There's the defense to it. He made it, though, at least for a while. He's maybe got 15 more steps before his, his medium-rare heart gives out. The next one's a horse race. I'm not sure if they still allow the crowd to do this, but there's one reason <laughs> it shouldn't. Horse it's, street race for pink slips. Yeah. <laughs> this is like so Shakespearean the first horse goes by, and then the Ew. one lady goes out in the road to pick something oh, up, I lady. guess. Lady! Oh! Oh. Now watch. She's... She got hit by a horse, for oh, God's yeah. sakes. Do you have sound on this, Rich? It's no sound. Oh, man. Oh, they're screaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is sound, my friend. Oh. Oh. Who goes out onto the track during a horse race? And of- what you do is immediately lift the neck. Oh, the sure. Back. Move her spine around as much as possible. This is like uh, if if uh, Red Dead Redemption had horse races. Yep. It's like out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Oh, I got to play that game. Yeah, I got to fire it up, too. This looks like uh, the Border Patrol's new solution to the problem. Send <laughs> in the horses. Send in horses and run them over. Oh. That lady's an idiot. What'd she drop? That was so important. No idea. Like, she didn't even look left and right. Oh, this happened in Argentina and the woman died. It, well, yeah. Oh, you man. get clipped by a horse in the head that's going 50. It's like getting hit by a car. Those things aren't, you know, exactly light. The last radio video. It's a halftone coming at you. <laughs> I call this hauling ass. Oh, oh God. I hate Christ. you so much. It's a donkey riding on the back of a bicycle. No, that's, a, that's, a, that's it. It's I'm, a photo? I'm not showing it. Oh, no. I know. Now we have to see it. No, no give it to us. It's a good it, ride. Does nothing happen? Nothing, nothing happens. Happen. Right, the donkey expect- hangs on. I'm impressed. Hangs on. He's tied on. He is? <laughs> oh, he thinks he got a donkey ass. on a bike without rope. He's I tied he- on. <laughs> this is cruel and unusual. 
is hanging on. No, no, watch. Watch the end. Look. He's yeah, he is. I see this track. Like, right. I didn't see it at first. He's a donkey backpack. Yeah, well, basically, he's a mule for real, and he's full of <laughs> yes. cocaine, and he put him on his back like a Jansport to get him to the well, next town. That's the wrong country yeah. if you look at the guy. Are you sure? Is he Asian? Look at him. I guess so. Well, he's got a long ride. Look at him. Sure enough, he's one of those strong raid redemption agents that can <laughs> use a donkey as a backpack. Well, it's not that they're not against muling either. They run a lot of opioids around that part of the world. It's hauling ass. I'm with you, Brett. It was beneath us. I'm going to turn it off next time. <laughs> you know what? We learned our lesson. Uh, what do you got, Bert? What do you got, Chief? Right, uh, we'll do, uh, we'll do a Saturday night here in Maryvale. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. <laughs> I got to turn off. Rico Hang Blaze. On. Hang on. I got to turn off. Oh, this lady is using a gas I got to turn off Rico's music. Hang on a second. Here we go. This is the ladies using a gas nozzle as a sex toy. This will make you definitely use some bleach wipes next time you get a full tank. She's bent over in a skirt. Oh, come on. Using a gas nozzle as a sex toy. Hello, Maryville. That's not Maryvale specific. Oh, yes, it is. I She's mean, filling up so she can Where else would it ass. be? All right, Brady, enough with the hauling ass. Come on. That didn't even make sense. Oh, was she getting gas? Or was she just using the nozzle? I, I think she's just using the nozzle. Let's take a look. No. Uh, you go For back? more specific purposes, uh, I need to see if she's actually doing any thrusting or the use of the nozzle is. This is There needs to be signs up that says this is not what this is for. Out of order. Yeah, she's definitely pumping it. She's got the green handle. She's putting diesel. That's diesel. <laughs> She well, takes diesel. Diesel, diesel. Diesel. Those diesel, yeah. diesel nozzles are bigger, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Diesel's bigger, right? Yeah. yeah. The diesel nozzles are the blacked.com yes. of gas nozzles. Yes. <laughs> That's the Lex Steel of getting gas. Oh. Doesn't fit in those regular white uh, spots. No, 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 no. Uh, and this is diesel one edges. to remind you uh, guys in the pickup trucks and stuff to uh, make sure you use your tie downs when you're hauling a load. Okay. Oh, that's sexy. All right. It's just a. Traffic cam in some Asian country, and oh, there's the load. It's just a big barrel rolling around, and uh-oh, it hits the front of the truck and goes right into the ca- Oh, my God. That is a 1,000 pounds of... It didn't crush the guy. It missed no, him. No, he missed it. Yeah. It took out the passenger seat. It rolled through the back of the flatbed area in there. into the uh-oh. cabin. Oh, he might be dead because I blurred it out if you look. Oh, yeah, he might have gotten squished on the half. Oh, yeah, he's definitely yeah. dead. He's lumped over the thing. Wow. The tonnage that rolls up on that. It oh, seemed like an excessive Whoever amount. Whoever was of... in the sleeper cab. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy got steamrolled. <laughs> wow. All right, there's one. And oh. here's a welding accident. Oh, yep. So far, that is death. Oh! oh, man. It started with a little flame. And just, oh. it was like love. It started small and then burst into a giant fire. Wow. Oh, and he landed. Yeah. Oh. He, over there. he went to the uh, right. Where'd he go? Yeah, he went to the right. Let me see. Yeah, he landed. Okay, so he said the little tiny fire there, the welding's... Or, or part of them did. Not going well, it's time to jump, and Boom. oh, too late. And see him, you can see no. him there. Now watch here. Other... Now watch to the right. And... Oh, oh there he is. Yeah, there he is. Almost hit another co-worker. <laughs> yeah, Just almost... a ragdoll. <laughs> Oof, man. And we'll end with uh, this it one. It looked like here. they were building the Death Star, too. It, it didn't did. look like any sort of organization with that welding. All right, and then there's a side. And this is uh, basically kind of like a... Almost like a scene from Smoking the Bandit. Okay. Oh, we got a truck uh, eastbound and down, cooking down a very... Oh, my oh! God! 
Was that a splatter? I didn't even yeah, see that so. motorcycle that until he hit it. So I'm looking at the truck the whole time. There's a little moped in front of the truck, and the truck's going 90. Oh, and I think the helmet man. came off or the head came off. Yeah, I think both. I think both. Yeah, I mean, wow. helmet was not designed. To t- the truck's going 85, the motorcycle's going 35, and oh. recipe for one of those. Wow. Oh, he got blowed yeah. up. Goodbye. He gone. At least he didn't see it. No. Thanks, Hawk. <laughs> he gone, can he of gone. corn. <laughs> What enough a good guy? <laughs> wow. All right. Well, thank you, Brett. Yep. That one was awful. I've never seen a man explode like a pinata quite that easily. And I've seen a lot of Brett's videos. That was a good one. There you go. If you'd like to visit Brett's videos, you're the devil. Yes. So go to imthedevil.com and uh, find it out. You have to show ID in Utah. Uh, there goes your Brady report. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. There you go. You're like, who's that? If you're a local fan, you know that that is the Black Moods. And if you're uh, if you've been hanging around the local scene for a while. Black Moods are right there. It's called Saturday Night. You can grab that thing on all streaming platforms. Black Moods are kicking off our glorious U-Fest Saturday. Uh, good dudes, too, by the way. Actually, really nice people. I've, I've uh, had the pleasure of running into them a couple of times at certain events, and they're just great guys. Uh, and it's good. I want them to pop. Or they got to get going. I'm, and again, people have emailed. My friend Ryan, who works at a bike shop in Tempe, that the... Uh, he used to work close to me, and we talked all the time. He's like, you got it to Black Moods. And I'm like, look, I don't make the decisions on what goes on the air here. Yeah. I like the Black Moods quite a bit. And they're going to be live, starting it all off at Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater Saturday, Cinco de Sixo. We've got plenty of uh, beer hanging around there for the day after. So if you want to go to U-Fest and see them, uh, what a, a great show. I mean, you start off with the Black Moods, then Gray Days, which is also local, but basically Chester Bennington's band his og band his yeah. og band in the back in the day so they they got all, and they had that big hit with chester just recently where they had their song they re-released uh the warning which is a bunch of girls that crush like that is a fun band uh fozzy's coming out there oh that's gonna be good jericho nothing more but one of the better live performers you'll ever watch i prevail which will just be pure energy and then Godsmack, hit after hit after hit this thing's gonna be a party from start to finish and you can be part of it. UFest 2023 tickets still on sale. Although we are, uh, we got a lot gone. They're going to push that lawn to its limits. Uh, if you want to go 98kupd.com and grab tickets for that Katero because they're for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Giving our boy Chris a little heat for asking. But he'll, spend he'll, the money. Yeah, come on, never mind. Come on, kids. Come on, guy. What's the matter with you, guy? Brady went pure <laughs> South Park Canadian. Come on, guy. Come on, guy. Uh, this guy said, uh, John, listening to your conversation earlier this morning about the sexual harassment that every man experienced at Hubbard Broadcasting yesterday due to the lady's uh, incredible hypocrisy. It says, you're not going to believe this. I got called in for ju- jury duty, John. And we had a case uh, that went on for three weeks. It ended this morning. And the judge announced that we had a hung, jersey, uh, a hung jury. And when I walked out of the courtroom, the entire uh, female staff of 98 KUP was outside saying they'd heard something inside was hung and they wanted to see it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> These ladies. You're all losers. Yeah, you're all losers, ladies. 
I heard the word hung was happening in there, and we all gathered to come down and take a look. It's our turn. Wow, Susan. Because they sexually harassed our boys in blue yesterday while they simply did their job. Also, people asking about that saying, did the boys in blue do anything? Uh, I might have to put it in my contract coming up here that I get a police escort places. That was awesome yesterday. Now, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that. But because of the direct threats from a listener yesterday who was disgruntled at my reply to go after yourself, turn the station. And then started to make direct threats to America's sweetheart. All I'm trying to do is entertain. I'm just tap dancing for the masses, Brady. Seeing if I can put a smile on your face. At the end of the day, that's all this is about. But I have to deal sometimes with people who are angry at my skills, talent level that is exceeding most of you. And he got upset at that. And started to threaten me directly. So I put it in the hands of the authorities, as you're supposed to do. And uh, just in case we had a wingnut... The police were uh, tailing me yesterday. Maybe you knew it, maybe you didn't. But that was cool. Pulling out of the parking lot. Having a marked car pretty close. An unmarked car in the area. Another car coming around the bend. All just to protect me. Are they coming back today? I think the sales ladies are waiting. Yeah. yeah. Sales ladies are going to start committing crimes to get these guys to show up. That was an embarrassment. An embarrassment of behavior. They're going to start setting you threatening emails, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're they're encouraging the listeners to Mm -hmm. threaten me so I uh, alert the authorities so they can squish squash all over the first floor staring out the windows. So anyway, yeah, it was pretty neat. I actually really enjoyed that. And I got a text yesterday from Tripp, the boss, because he's not in town. Police escort on the way home. Discuss. (laughs) Discuss. <laughs> like, it really wasn't that big a deal. We're just, it was, you know, super precautionary. No big deal. Uh, but we wanted to make sure that this lunatic, if there is such a thing, wasn't going to come down here and stir up trouble at the station. I'm fine. Where did they follow you? Everywhere. It was awesome. And let's start talking about that for next contract trip. Because, you know, trip's up there. I don't know if he's going to make it through. The next contract with us, he might retire finally and take off with Christopher Cross and sail the Atlantic Blue. <laughs> Ready to roll. Sailing takes me away from KUPD and the twinks down the hall. It's his birthday today. He's going to ride the wind. Christopher Cross. Oh, I was going to say, it's Tristan. It's got him another one. He just had one in December. This guy was born twice. It's Christopher Cross's birthday? Well, the tri- uh, trip should be off sailing. But I did throw it in there that you get a police escort in and out. It was very presidential. I just I, w- I felt like I was driving around the beast, and everything was fine. So well, there was talk, you know, at one time in the last was getting a driver. Having a driver would be great. Although uh, I did rely on that when I had my surgery and couldn't drive. And uh, there's a there's a certain guilt factor to that because there's absolutely no traffic. Like it would be different if I like Stern has a driver because he works in New York City and it's a well he doesn't anymore. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, getting in and out that would make sense. If I it's so easy to drive here. Yeah. Ooh. So your contract negotiation is over. I'm not going to stick around for the rest of it. And I know you'll miss me, but when you think of me, think of me in my little captain's hat and my white outfit. The mist of the sea spraying me in the face. But it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not for me. And if the wind is right, you can sail away. Yeah! <laughs> That's his dream. Absolute trip. Meanwhile, 
He's out there sailing the brackish seas of the Chesapeake while I'm driving around with cops surrounding me like I'm the president of something. This is a good, what a relationship Trip and I have. Yes. Hi, Trip Reed. Can I help you? Can you turn that down? No, I'm fantasizing. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the life. He's a good sailor. But yeah, he was concerned that I have a police escort. And I turned it from, you know, lemonade out of lemons. Sure, it would be nice to have that every day. I don't know if that's a waste of resources, but it seems well, like something we I don't, do. I don't think I don't think sales department down there, they're right behind you. On oh, that. they would love to have I cops mean, popping it oh, yeah. out every day, yeah. Where I'm always do-do-do-do. That's what he has in his noise-canceling headphones on every flight. <laughs> Just as every time Tripp's eyes are closed, this is what you're hearing. Tripp, are you listening? <laughs> What? Were you talking to me? Sorry, crisscross was making me jump, jump. <laughs> that ain't a bad life. And there is something about that song. You cannot not relax when this is on. You're on a boat. So this was on KOB in Albuquerque every morning at 8.12. The morning zoo would give away a chance at a trip to Mazatlan. I grew up with this one for three years. My mom was like, I'm calling. Like every day, you'd hear crisscross play, and it was like, ah! <laughs> hey, you're calling number eight. You're qualified to go to Mazatlan. Ah! You're on the cop. Oh, this song came on, and the wheels came off the house. We were in, Mom, it's on! It's on! KOB, call right now, and you'll win a chance. I never, I don't think they ever gave that two-day trip away. It's just they made a house they worked in Albuquerque yeah, they, too. They plan to go. Just make the make the housewives get all squishy wet. And every time they heard Christopher Cross, my mom ran to the phone. Ah! <laughs> she was calling him right like a hundred times. She never called radio stations for prizes, but she tried to get that two day trip down to the Gulf. I don't even know if it was Mazatlan. It was just a dump trip. That song gave Puerto away Penasco. so many trips oh, around the United States. It was a it was a consultant radio guy's dream. Boy sailing. Housewives moisten, then the eighth caller gets a chance at a trip that we'll never give away. But man, this song was on all the time. That green album yeah. at my house. Yeah, oh. same with us, because my mom would go between this and Ride Like the Wind. Oh, Ride Like the yeah. Wind was when mom felt a little, she might have had a little glass of wine. You're getting sassy on that song. Uh, Marcy might have been leaning up against the washing machine. <laughs> like, what is, what's going on? Mom's a little frisky out there. Oh, she's been listening to Ride Like the Wind. I think she's been leaning on the washer again. What time's your father coming home? I don't know, like five. Okay, I'm going to do a load of wash. <laughs> she hit that hard. Anyway, yeah, Christopher Cross is part of my childhood because my mom was bananas about it. You put that Yacht Rock station uh, on on the golf it's course. great. Every three songs, Michael McDonald in oh, the background. He's in there. He sang on all of it. Yeah, but that, that oof. I could listen to Christopher Cross. It's like, that's like therapy for me. That's a calm, better time in life where I had no responsibilities. And mom was smiling because our washing machine was off balance. <laughs> you have your uh, snow boots, John? What for? Just give them to me. Like, all right. And she'd throw them in the washer. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to make her do it now. There's a 73-year-old woman walking towards the laundry room right now. Uh-oh. I better go lean on the Maytag. <laughs> what are you doing, Mom? You've been doing laundry all day. Shut up. Shut up. Christopher Cross is on. 
on the Maytag rolling meatballs. <laughs> That's Brett's mom. My mom was rolling meatballs. That's disgusting. Don't call my mom's vagina meatballs ever again. I've had her meatballs. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That's my mother's private, sir. So if Dan heard this in the background, oh. he was coming right home or what? No, he knew the washer had already won. <laughs> I'm out in a little while, kids. You just go outside and play. Give me your boots. Boots went in the dryer. Boots went in the washer. That's when mom. Mom, they don't need to be washed again. Mom, I didn't even wear them since last time. You went. Give me your goddamn boots. I'm your mother. Huh? Here's boot. You heard that noise? That was like most kids have that sound of bed springs making. Yeah. Mine was. Mom in there washing those boots with her registering to win the cops. KOB Radio, ladies. Let's get those beans off the Maytag and get to the phones. <laughs> you want a trip to Puerto Panasco? We're going to give it to you. Well, maybe. All they did was give chances away. There's <laughs> a radio station full of chances. You're Christopher Cross at 8.50. And it was like all the time at 8 o'clock. Like sometime at the 8 o'clock hour, Christopher Cross plays. You're going to get yourself a chance to win a trip to Puerto Panasco. Thanks to KOB Albuquerque. And I guess my mom was looking at me and my stupid sister and our dirt backyard in the Northeast Heights in New Mexico and thinking, this can't be how it is. I got to get on a beach somewhere. I'm getting out of here. So they sold anywhere but Albuquerque to her, and she was buying. <laughs> Meanwhile, we had a new washer every couple months because she kept throwing the balance off with all those boots. <laughs> God damn it, Marcy, quit putting the shoes in the washer. You shut up. I wouldn't have to put shoes in the washer if you were a man. Broke another belt. <laughs> Damn it. The agitator's busted. Well, yeah, you think it's busted. My agitator's been broken for 18 years. <laughs> Your mother's in there doing laundry again. Leave her alone. Yeah, let's go have a catch, boy. How come she smokes every morning at 8.30? <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding like the wind. <laughs> Hi, John. Good morning. I love you very much. Jeez, you're relaxed. Laundry day. Seems like every day is laundry day. Give me your shoes. <laughs> do your friends need their shoes cleaned? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Sammy, do you need your shoes cleaned? See? My friend Sammy Armillo <laughs> barely spoke English, but I lived, in Al- I lived in Albuquerque. All my friends answered with C. Gerard Pineda, Sammy Armijo. And John Holmberg. What? <laughs> Which one doesn't look like all the others? Give me your sandals with uh, tires for tread. <laughs> yeah. Mom, you're washing the car tires. And the... <laughs> I can't hear you right now. <laughs> Busy. 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 Laundry's done. <laughs> anyway, that was my life. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> I didn't know what she was doing. She loved laundry. She liked it way too much. Nobody likes that. And I always say that. Nobody likes doing laundry that much. Gotta do a load. What? No. Now I know what that means. <laughs> Gotta do a load had nothing to do with keeping my clothes clean. Your clothes are a little sour. Get those off. I'll do a load. Give me your zips. <laughs> Give me those shoes. I got your new pair of boots. Mom, these are size 15. Oh, they don't fit? Let's wash them and shrink them. Go, 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 go. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Uh, we got Rock Wars coming up in a little bit. We're going to give another chance for you to win U-Fest tickets the easiest way possible to go see those black moods we were talking about. We're not going to give a trip away to Port of Ireland. And your chance <laughs> on a trip to the North Pole to meet Santa Claus coming up in the next hour. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 
sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. Here we go. It's going to be a train wreck. It is. It's already a train wreck. It's Power Man 5000 right there. 908. I looked at Brady. I looked at Brett, hoping that you'd won last week. Yeah. I know I didn't. Like, did you win Rock Wars last week? No, I didn't. And I'm like, over here, chat. And then Brett goes, no. (laughs) And said it like he'd witnessed a murder. Brady did. (laughs) So Brady won Rock Wars. And I looked at him. I said, do you have a topic or do you need more time? And his eyes were like, oh, no, I got one. I'm like, did you just come up with it a second ago when I said you won? No, about five minutes ago. Well, it can't be my mom leaning on a washing machine because that's already Ride Like the Wind. So that yeah. came with a song, and so did my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, thanks, kids. <laughs> and thank you, Mom, for the visual. Uh, so if it's about that, you got to regroup. It's not about that. All right, it's going to be about this that. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> All right, here we go. And this is why Brady can't win what you're about to hear. Good luck. It's about uh, we need an updated version. Actually, it doesn't have to be. It can be. New and old, it's but God, your contest song, when you hear it at 8 o'clock, what would be a good song? The contest? Yeah, yeah but what's the contest like, for? What's the contest? You can create it. You say, this is my contest, but this is the song that would be playing. 8 o'clock hour, call in. So oh, you, have a, yeah, you have a song and a contest you have to come up with. Yeah. Based on the song itself. Yeah. So this song makes a contest for radio possible. Like Ride Like the Wind is what you're right. saying. Made my mom lean on a washing machine and want to go well, to Mexico. Sailing. Well, sailing, Mexico. right? I said ride like the wind yeah, was the thing. Originally, yeah. it was sailing. Sailing, right. But it has to be like, it can't be like, you can't go back to like James Taylor's Mexico. It has to be something. You could. Well, you need 10 more minutes. Yeah. You, you need 10 you, more need minutes more time, for this. You need more time for this yeah, topic. Yeah, because I think, is, the, I think the washing machine was the topic. Because that was the topic, and this is the scramble. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just go to your sources <laughs> to get your song tip. And That's, then, you know, oh, this is going to be terrible. This is a scramble. It's a scramble. It's your fault. You guys voted for him. Anyway, homework at 98kupd.com. Come up with a... This is a, a radio promotion. It's a radio beat. Where you take a song and you build a contest around that song. Yeah. All right. This is stupid. But I have a couple ideas that just ruined Brady's life. And it's based on the idea that we made him scramble because we took his idea away. He was going to do a song that your mom leans on the washing machine for. We already did Ride Like the Wind and you saw it. You saw it, Brett. You saw his face yep. go, oh, shoot. I got one, I got one, I got one. <laughs> and this was the scramble. And it's so appropriately, uh, current time, 9-11. <laughs> we'll never forget. Uh, uh, if you want to help out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Yeah, it is, absolutely. We'll put it on you. Uh, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. That is the phone number. Uh, if you want to text over a suggestion, 97936. Rock Wars, Brady's suggestion of a song, now build a radio promotion around it, is next. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. It's time for this week's battle of musical supremacy. We call it Rock Wars. Brought to you by our friends over there at uh, Mo Money Pond. Shorter long-term collateral loans from ten dollars to over one hundred thousand or more. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. God, that was professional. <laughs> so broadcastery. Because I'm preparing You're in key too. for my exactly. Thank you, Harmonies. Uh, we're in our uh, we're going into our eighties promotional because Brady lived there, evidently, and he would pro- he would program a nineteen eighties radio contest, and he's doing it now. <laughs> His rock wars was stymied when he wanted to do 
a uh, new song for my mom to lean on the washer to, and he called it Rolling Her Meatballs, which I find offensive, but whatever. Thinking about it, he's had my mom's meatballs before, and I think Brett's mom got tossed under the bus there, too. I am. Either way, Brady's idea for Rock Wars this week, a song that we could choose that would then spark a radio contest giveaway, much like I explained how my mother used to run to the phone as I was a kid when... I don't remember what the numbers were, but KOB Albuquerque used to always give away a chance to win a trip to Mazatlan or Puerto Panasco. I don't remember which one. It was the cruddy one. You flew to Los Angeles and you waited like seven hours. You got on a boat. You went down to this dump in Mexico. You turned right around. You came back and flew home the next day. Encinitas? Encinitas. That's the one. There it was. They gave away that trip to Encinitas. Oh, she couldn't get enough of the idea. She thought it was going to be luxurious. Fought for it daily. It's a Qual- blues cruise. Qualified a thousand times. Never once got the cruise. It was basically like, yeah. So anyway, she fought for that. So Bray thought, what a great idea for a radio contest. This creativity juice has got to flowing. And uh, so we pick a song, and then we have a contest built around it. Now, with that, I have added off the air that you have to sell it. Okay. So it's a radio. You, you're going into the song with the contest. This is how yeah. you, you're the DJ. Selling your idea as the songers. Does yours have a, a ramp? So if you have to, if you yeah, it does. Oh, so you're going to post yours. Yeah. So I'll want you. I'll let your hand go in the air, and then you can drop it when you need me to start your song, and that'll leave you however many seconds you got for your post. That's your thing. Did you start cold? Mine's pretty cold. Okay. So I got a few seconds. Yours is a dead yeah, cold. Mine's start. a cold. All right. So I get a, I'll get a little bed going for you in the background. I don't know what bed I'll use, but I'll use something good. I'll go into Larry's stuff. Right. I don't know if it's in here or not. We have anybody's stuff in here? I, I don't want to play the horror. That's <laughs> <laughs> not Larry's bed, you bigoted a-hole. Made me laugh and made me the bigot. Damn you. When I laugh at it, that just makes me the bigot. I'll give you a little of your uh, your traditional one, which I think is that. Okay. Madball. All right. All right. So I'll we'll get that for Brad. Brad, do you have a suggestion? For my opener? For no, for your uh, your bed of music that you build to, or you just want to use your song. You can use the song. All right. Yeah. Realize you're going to have to post it once I start it. Yeah. And sell yeah. your idea. I don't know. We're playing a yeah. post a game too. Well, no, we have to. Well, you don't have to post it, but you got you know if you're going to sell this, let's oh, do it right. right. If Brady's right. idea is going to get thrown out there, let's make him work, Brett. All right. All right. Who would you like to go first, Brady? Jump in, Brett. All right. Knock it stiff, my friend. All right, let me Excuse get... me. Hang on. I gotta you clear tell it. me. Got to clear the old pipes you here. You tell me how it works. When you want it started, you tell me. All right, go ahead. All right, here we go. All right, it's 928 in the AM here at KUPD. That was Christopher Cross, Ride Like the Wind. And right now, we are looking for the eighth caller to get yourself a vasectomy from Sun Your Eyes Urology yes. when you hear Family Guy, the vasectomy song. A vasectomy is a medical procedure. <laughs> One that makes you half a man. You're half a man. It gets Remember. Better. All right, don't order here. Yeah. You got to win. Yep. The vasectomy song. Good one. That's brilliant. You like me to go next, or would you like to take the... What you, you can go next. Like, Jesus Christ, I thought wow. he died. I thought he died. <laughs> I was worried we were... I was debating. I was debating. The deer in the headlights. <laughs> that was the human version that just hit it. I have never been more afraid of dumb guy face in my oh. life than what you just displayed. That was horrifying, Brady. Your inner debate needs work. I almost gave you the Heimlich. I thought about it for a second. Boy, did you? And that was a lot of hurting. He <laughs> had three guys on you. Are you okay? So I have to explain mine a little bit because it's based, before I get into the song itself, and I'll use Madball as well. I like okay. that bit. 
before because it's basically the idea of an 80s radio contest that got housewives crazy. What you'd give away in the 80s to give a housewife to get her to go nuts. It's totally different now. What you'd give away to a mom, housewife, you know, mid-30s kind of lady to get her excited about the radio. So my idea is a great one. All right, ready? Ready. Here we go. Right, we'll get something. There you go. Hey, it's 98. It's uh, 9.29 in the morning. What a great morning we're having out there. I think you ladies would agree. Hopefully those little toddlers are off to their little jobs at school, you know, to make it better people. All right, that's what we're saying. Hey, and a lot of you kids out there, and you notice a lot of radio DJs from the 80s start every sentence with, hey, I'm throwing that in there too. Hey, ladies, you notice that uh, your kid's probably not acting normal, and that's because he doesn't have the things he needs or she or they. Well, we here at 98 KUP want to help you moms out. We know it can be expensive to be a mom, and right now, we're going to give you your chance, because the song's about to begin, to send your little special one all the way to glorious Guyana. That's right. We're sending you to Georgetown, Guyana, where you'll meet our discount doctor, Dr. BB, and he's going to take care of your kids with all expense paid two-day trip to Guyana. All expenses paid for your kids' histoline acetate, puberty blockers, and to top surgery giveaway. That's right. Let's get those little kids a couple of new coconuts. It's Kim Petras. <laughs> See? Moms are excited about sex changes for their kids now. That's what gets them going. Histoline acetate. Contests have to be topical. That's right. They have to be topical. Histoline acetate for free. You know how expensive puberty blockers are? Top surgery for your kid in Guyana. Two days in the ocean of Guyana in South America. Forget it. Now that's a gold mine right there. That's one I can't wait to hear. Ditto, especially the ramp. Mm-hmm. You're up. I, I think chief. I have like. 26 seconds or something like that. Well, fill them. Oh, I didn't check. It's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Drop are the hammer. Doing... When you say drop the hammer. Are you doing a bed or am I starting? No, you'll just start the start song. Start the music? Oh, it's posted. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Posting. Tell me when. This is never going to work. No. Hit it. Boss Man here, 98 KUPD. Hey, it's Memorial Day weekend coming up. We got a barbecue to give away. Eric's Family Barbecue. You'll get to invite 50 friends in your backyard. It'll be catered by Eric's Family Barbecue. And here it is, Massacration. Feel the fire from the barbecue. 98! <laughs> is the song called Feel the Fire from the Barbecue? Yes. Oh, it is. <laughs> The housewives get excited about this. Oh my god! Yeah! No, I just don't want to know. All right. Kick it ass! Feel the fire of the barbecue because Brady thinks winning a prize means 50 people get to come over. Now, winning a prize is getting a vasectomy. <laughs> right, keeping You're 50 done. people away yes. from your house. <laughs> Brady thinks a good prize would have 50 people included Barbecue in bash. your yard. Yuck. All right, there you go. You get to vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. That's how you email your vote in. Text 97936 or phone up and get ready to line up because we'll do a final text five. Text the word wars. Just to get, yeah, text the word wars, right. Wars 97936. Or phone us, uh, 585-9800, and we'll put you on there, and we'll do a best of five on that. If that's one of the categories that goes, who will win? Brady's Field the Fire of the Barbecue by Massectomy? Massacration. Massacration. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, my uh, histoline acetate puberty blocker top surgery giveaway for your kids and a mom in Guyana with Dr. Beebe, my coconuts, Kim Petras, or Brett choosing uh, the vasectomy song to promote giveaways of vasectomies for Dr. Lynn at Sunrise Urology. <laughs> Who wins? We find out next. It's Rock War. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody KUPD. What the hell? No, no, no. Settle down, collective shot. It was supposed to stop. All right. Uh, it is uh, Collective Soul Shine, not Collective Shine. Collective Shine is probably something you're not allowed to say. <laughs> so I was laughing. That's been, many police officers have been fired for saying that exact phrase. Anyway, uh, it's 938. Uh, it is uh, Rock Wars right in the middle of it. And, of course, Brady chose the topic this week, so it's dangerous. Uh, it is a topic to pick a song and then build a radio promotion around it. When you hear that song, you get a giveaway and give the giveaway away. That gets uh, people excited. Brady chose a 50-person barbecue in your yard, which is losing to me. You've that's lost terrible. something. 50 people coming over sounds terrible. Uh, but you get a barbecue that from Eric's. Eric's. Look, that's for me and me only. I don't need 50 people to enjoy it with me. One, me. Uh, but that's for you. You love having the thousands of people in your house, and I don't know why. A uh, 50-person barbecue for Eric's Family Barbecue. Uh, that was Brady's choice. And the song was The Field of Fire of the Barbecue. Massacration. By Massacration. Okay. They need the money. That's right. Well, boy, do they. <laughs> uh, and they might be needing a, a win a contest. Uh, Brett chose the vasectomy song by uh, the Family Guy yep. team for free uh, vasectomy giveaways. And I gave away top surgery to your little angels who want to turn different sexes and free puberty blockers and a weekend in Guyana <laughs> with Dr. Beebe, who I found on a Guyanese website in Georgetown, Guyana, which is nice. It's the capital. If you want to go down there, it's like $12 for puberty blockers there. You're going to get shot. You're going to end up with an ass full of cocaine on the way back. But that's how it works. Uh, my coconuts. The emails come rolling in. Uh, basically, this one says, God damn it. Just when you think Brady can't come up with a more stupid idea for Rock Wars, he goes and blows us out of the water. So many low-hanging ideas from this week. Hell, Brady, even the idea of a perp walk, tranny, rob, something, anything. All the stuff we had. America's sweetheart was in jeopardy. So you don't get my vote because you didn't think for more than three minutes. Bert, very funny. But I don't like how they say it makes you less of a man right off the bat. No vote for you. As usual, John, my vote goes to you. Got to be uh, for my favorite tranny, Kim Petras. And since tranny Rob was part of the week, it all ties together. Always thinking, big win, John. Uh, this one says, I have to go with Brady because he looks like the only one who supports the product he's pitching. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> if you're going to do a giveaway, boy. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I support. Yeah, very well, you true. don't look like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you were to visualize and say, what's this guy into? You'd be like, well, he likes barbecue and the other two are... Meatballs and cancer one, medication, I one, guess, would be the other. closeted gay, and <laughs> yeah, the other one yeah. likes olive oil. One takes too much chemo. The other <laughs> one likes olive oil, and that guy clearly likes barbecue. Then uh, you got uh, Patrick says, I don't even know what the topic was. I didn't hear him talking, but sure as ass, Brady missed the mark by a mile on whatever it was. My vote is negative one for Brady. You and Brett? Eh, not much better, but better. Regardless, Brady's choice is worse than Helen Keller entering, entering a sharpshooting competition, so I'll go with Brett. <laughs> Ethan says, geez, this one's tough. Brett started strong. Good post. Hilarious song. By far the most professional. John, you had to explain it. Eventually got her going. Little drawn out. Great song. Hilarious topic. But Brady, I got to hand it to you. Didn't know how long his post was. Tried to improvise through the whole thing. Scatterbrained and then ended up nailing it. Sponsorship mentions and everything. He even got his sponsor. Uh, true touch on the personal passion. I can hear it in his voice. He meant that. He wants that to be a real thing. <laughs> well done, Brady. For once, I vote for you. Dear God. 
Uh, this one says, man, when in doubt, vote for John. Uh, this one said, I want to pick the meatball in his barbecue extravaganza, but it's the grease ball in the joyous vasectomy because I just had one. Beautiful work. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Eric's Family Barbecue just announced no longer a proud sponsor of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. <laughs> <laughs> They'd like to move on. Thank you, Nicholas. Uh, Randy says, sorry, John. Kim Petras was the win, but Family Guy trumps Kim Petras voting for Brett. Love you still. Uh, plenty of people just firing off on this thing. Whatever that screaming 80s metal thing was, the, was the winner. <laughs> I didn't hear Brady's. My mouth was full. So I vote for Brady because I think it had food involved. Uh, John, your in-depth explanation, too much. You lose. Way too long of an intro. Brett, great choice, but I really, really, really want John to go to these recitals. I'm looking for reasons for him and you to lose. Brady wins. Yes. Cat. I got to vote for those sweet Kim Petrus cans. Anything to keep her in the forefront. You win, John. Uh, Brady, uh, remember when uh, we used to say ride the dick of hate? Let's bring that back and put you on it. Uh, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, what do you got on the? Uh, oh, by the way, Brett ran away with the emails. Oh, okay. twelve to three to All five. Right. Uh, me and then Brady had five. What do you have? Right now, Brady's got a four vote lead on text. Over He's Brett. texting in again. Yeah, Here we take go. Take his phone away. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess six year old. Uh, what else you got? Uh, we got uh, JG final call text and right. best of five is what I was. Let's on see what here. we can do here. Pick a number one and five. Mm-hmm. One through five, John. Number one. Number one. Can we do is best of five? Best of five. We can do it. Okay. All you got to do is call All up. Right. We'll do a best of five right here on the line. Five eight five nine eight hundred is the phone number. It's up to you guys to see who wins this week's Rock Wars. Whew. Brett, are you ready? Help no. Grab those phones for do me. Do it. Yeah. Pick up those those that thing and start touching buttons, my friend. So is this best of five or is this a one? Best of five. Best of five. Not right. the last. So first one to three. This can go on for hours. Uh, Jesse is on the line. Let's go there. Jesse, are you there? Deciding vote can't be feared. I am here, John. All right, Jesse. Who are you voting for, my friend? It is all down to me. And I choose the Chancellor. John. Well, it isn't. I appreciate the vote, but we still have to get best of five on this one. So, Jesse, you're very close, but I, that's a good start for me. Travis, are you there? Yeah. All right, Travis, who are you voting for? Kim Petras. Yes. Oh, one more, and I steal the whole topic. Uh, Eva Medhi, who is usually, I think that is Josh. Are you there? Eva. 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 Go ahead. Eva. Uh, John, you've got everything, man. You've got uh, your king of radio in Phoenix. you got a hot wife. you got a police escort. Yeah. But you don't have Brady's recital. Damn it. So I'm going for Brady. Yes, you, man. It all comes back to the recitals. I hope you feel good about it. That was my idea, too. God damn it. Now, Ronnie already called in, so we're skipping that one. Son of a... It was already... <laughs> I'm I seeing think it. anybody would want me to go to those. Uh, hi there. Who's this? Josh. Josh, who are you voting for? I'm voting for Brady. Oh, Gotta love yes. some barbecue. Son of a... Josh, another big one. The big one's rolling in. Richard, are you there? I am. All right, go ahead. Who are you voting for? You know what? I'm sorry, Chancellor, but I gotta vote for the recital, buddy. Oh, it's that recital yes. it's killing me. It's just killing Champion. me. You know, a vote for it. Now Brady's yeah. won it. That's the best of five. Yep. Brady's won it, and that just means we go through this again next Wednesday. I'm calling Where sick next Wednesday. Two minutes prior to the event, Brady has an idea. Well, not even an idea. Great idea. What were we talking this about last? Great, That's the topic. Great battle today, guys. Feel Fought the fire hard. from the barbecue. Massacration. Can we play that during Larry's show no, so we don't have to hear it? I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> going to do it right now. And I hope it affects ratings and Brady doesn't get bonus. <laughs> it's 945. And you know that hurts him and him. Mm-hmm. But you keep doing that, team player. like to thank God for the win. That's right. God was big, big part of massacration. Big <laughs> part. It's a big one. He loved that. Let's see that word a lot in the Bible. Pointing up. Pointing up. Feel the fire from the barbecue. 
I hope your grandparents are looking down on you today when you waffle stomp your diarrhea into the drain, Brady. I hope they see that. Uh, it is Brady's win, and it's all your fault. Here it is. Feel the fire from the barbecue. Eighth caller gets a 50-person party at their house, evidently. That's not a real contest. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. I'm not allowing you to ruin the station anymore. That's it. This is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Pladio bands are like, we got yeah, a shot. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. got a shot. Pladio bands weren't wrong. <laughs> this guy just, uh, John just wrote in. And on that note, I'm deleting the app right now. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. We're losing app listening. And I don't blame you. Delete away. It's a thing you have to go to the contact us at the bottom, and then Who it'll ask you why, and just write Brady. Please right. turn it off. Yeah. No, you can't help it. Yeah, I'm with you. I, Spatula, I, the lead singer from uh, Massacration. My ears are bleeding, and my Ask- IQ is dropping. Oh. What the F, Brady? Yeah. I thought I hated country music. That's the worst song wow. I've ever heard. They asked if they could, uh, wow. they'd pay for some money to be at U-Fest. No. Told the answer's no. no. Told them no. Oh, good. Thanks for setting that up yeah. for us. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate you being in contact with Thanks for uh, calling, guys. That was horrible. <laughs> On their burner phone. Horrible. Worst one I've ever heard. What's this say? Turn it off. Oh, my God. All my emails. They all say that. All the texts. Yeah. yeah. Well, except there's You guys of, voted for it. There's a lot more hey. cussing on the texts right now. Dear John, I regret to inform you that I am leaving KUPD's fan base. I hope you enjoy those recitals, and I hope the listeners think that was worth it. Uh, Let me put this in terms you'll understand, Brady. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Justin says, this is getting ridiculous. I'm just going to skip Wednesday's show. It's 100% Brett's fault for adding that recital stipulation, and you saying, yeah, that's a good idea. The whole point is it doesn't matter if Brady wins or I win. Yeah. If, as long as John loses, he goes to a recital. We all feel sorry for people with early-onset Alzheimer's, but this is ridiculous. Shame on the ghouls for voting for him. Truth. What the F are we listening to? Thanks, Brady, for ruining the day. <laughs> I love the thanks, Brady's. It reminds me of thanks a lot, Obama. And then this one's still uh, better than any song by a shim. Yeah, people always throw that in there. Like Kim Petras, I tell you what. Gross. <laughs> you know why you don't like her? She gives you half a heart on. That's the real problem. Why you're drinking your Bud Light. I don't want to look at that. Makes me an insecure one. You got me an insecure erection. That's a great band name. Insecure erection. Insecure erection. <laughs> insecure erection. Ooh, it sounds like we stormed the Capitol. Yeah, with a heart on. And then the people came for the insecure action. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, the insecure action is good. But that's what Kim Petras does. Gives you one of those. Not me. Super secure with it. Look at those cans. Oh, yeah. I'll move a little piglet tail out of the way. I'm going in. I'll motorboat him. Oh, yeah. I'll motorboat him and give him an over-the-top handy. What a loser. <laughs> that was from yesterday. I like that uh, Anyway, it's time now for Brady to uh, make good on all he's ruined. We're screwed. Which is 21 years of work. We're 21 years of work. All in his hands right now. There's no coming back from that. Feel the fire from the barbecue. Hey, John, how soon before the station starts transitioning to ads for old folks home? Because I got your first endorser. 
Oh, yeah. We should do a senior. Why haven't you gone downstairs and started to promote? The, go to tell the salespeople that let's start talking Brady Bogan for senior living. A, it's hilarious. B, yeah, it applies. Yeah, I, you know, if I found a, one that I like, I'm in. So you're open to touring? Sure. Or looking around. Let's get a couple of those senior plus livers. Pickleball, all that stuff. Sounds great. You couldn't drag Kirby I wouldn't along. qualify, yeah, because I have a kid. you got to drag that kid in there. Although I do know a friend of mine who dumped his daughter off with his mom at one of them senior living places, and she just lived there and nobody said a word. Hmm. And nobody would believe that Kirby's your daughter. All you have to do is say, her parents were killed in an accident. I'm her grandpa <laughs> and I have to take care of her. And they're like, of course you are. Of course you are. That makes tons of sense. Who would you have voted for, John Gordon? Brett. Brett would have gotten the win. Another endorsement suggestion. Damn it. I do not understand how anyone in your sales department hasn't landed an account with a place that does brakes and have Brady as their <laughs> spokesman. Because, God damn it, if he doesn't put the brakes on this show every friggin' Wednesday. Your brakes are probably a little loose. I can tighten those up. Watch this. It's true. Well, Brady, it's time for you to hit the gas, my friend. And this is the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, you want to get on out there. Their seminars are coming up July. They've got the one uh, Ladies Self-Defense in August. The one I've been uh, telling everybody about, just got done emailing a guy about it, is the Active Shooter uh, Seminar, which sounds crazy and sounds paranoid and nuts. But, again, in your office building, you have a plan for fire. You have a plan for in case something uh, starts to flood. You have a plan for all sorts of things. Why not? A plan for if someone goes crazy, where would you go? We talked about it yesterday when the nutbag was outside, and all of us agreed downstairs that this is the least secure building in the world, and I announced that on the air with great pride, is that uh, have you thought about where you'd go, the, the run-hide-fight scenario? The guys at Tactical Black looked at this building and said, the only way for you guys to do something smart is to have one of those grappling ladders hang it off of this balcony and get out through there, because otherwise we've got to run right towards the problem. Uh, yeah, not a lot of options. So you got to have your building plan in order. Fire is a big thing. Uh, so is a lunatic firing. So they've got those things. It sounds paranoid, but it's just preparation. And they go through the whole shebang out there. It's pretty amazing. And they can get you in shape while you're out there every single day. They got classes and all sorts of stuff that uh, teach you self-defense and work you out a lot. You'll love it. Lose weight, get in better shape, and just become a better version of yourself. Reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, Brady, entertain us. Kevin Costner's wife of 18 years, Christine, filed for divorce. You remember you heard it here first when he said he wasn't going to do that Yellowstone show anymore because he wanted to spend more time with his wife. I remember saying, uh-oh, trouble in the Costner house. It was very similar to the rumors that was going through with uh, Tom Brady and Giselle. Yeah, yeah, he had to go. He had she to come was back. tired of him spending so much time on the set. Yeah. She's like, you got to stop because they, do, they have three kids, 12, 14, and 15. And he and left like, a wildly successful franchise show now because they got that 1842. Well, I don't know if he's... He's not, but you think I about it. Not, oh, he's not. He said he's done after this year, but maybe not now. Yeah. Because if we knew that he was going back to spend more time with his wife, she won the browbeating contest, which means you leave that incredibly lucrative thing you love to do. I'm sick of being here by myself. And he did it. And I'm sure that wasn't like the first day. That had to be months of fighting until he finally said, guys, I got to go. This is, these millions of dollars I'm making on this show aren't worth what I go home to. Think about that. Think about how horrible it had to be to go home as Kevin Costner. You're on the number one streaming show in America. 
they're paying you astronomical amounts of money to be on it, and you quit because it wasn't worth it. Because you went home to an ear beating you just couldn't tolerate for million, 20 million. He's like, I'm not doing it anymore. And I know he's got a lot, but still. You have a lot. And whatever their deal is. Yeah, look. Maybe it's not, you know. If you have $100,000 right now in your hands and someone says, here's 20 grand, you don't need it right now, but you'll take it. So more is always good. Hollywood writers are on strike. It means a lot of shows are shutting down. Um, particularly a lot of the uh, late night shows and talk shows. One of Jimmy Fallon's uh, writers is saying, Jimmy says he's supporting us, but he's not really See, doing that. I read that. But that. They're, they're being dicks because Jimmy is, uh, and I'm not a big Fallon supporter, but basically they want Jimmy to say, I'll pay you during the strike, which is great, except that's not the point of a strike. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the strike is, I'm putting my job's value up against the union, like the right. union and saying, you, like, we're going we're gonna to not take pay to make our point. And if you allow Jimmy to continue, how is that getting the point across? Right. If, the point right. across is having them off the air brings more, more eyeballs exactly. to your flight. And it, and it hurts NBC. And NBC countered with, okay, if Jimmy's going to pay you, we're going to cut off your health insurance and everything else. NBC plays hardball with this one. Yeah. And... Jimmy Fallon's like, yeah, I can. Oh, I'll pay him, but it's not going to forever, and I need writers. <laughs> like, it's a job. Jimmy doesn't owe you that just because you took a job to be a writer on Jimmy Fallon, which is great. She pointed out, though, the she did bring up the point that Seth Myers told his staff right. he'd try to take care of them financially after NBC stops paying. What word? Try to. It doesn't mean you're getting paid. Yeah, or not full amount. Yeah, Seth Meyers is going to try to figure out a way to get you some cash to get you through this. But you've decided to strike. The guy you work for doesn't have to kick in on that. You've put him in a terrible position. Sorry, you're not going to get to see uh, Pete Davidson on the SNL uh, this week. He's going to be the host. And he's not now? No, because of the strike. SNL oh, shut they down. Have to, yeah, they have to strike. They've had writer strikes in the past, and it just closes everything. I remember in the 80s. Uh, they did it, and Letterman did the show by himself. I said, I love my writers. I love everything about them, but they need to strike and get all these terms straightened out. Mainly it's insurance stuff. And it's like, and so he just wrote his own monologues. And the streaming money, you know, I think they're saying isn't as strong. Yeah. Like if all three of you guys decided we're going on strike because Hubbard doesn't give us insurance, I'd be like, go get them, boys. Can you pay us for that? No, you've made a decision yeah. to strike now, and that's something that this is a business. I'm not an idiot. I'll help you out if you call me up and go, hey, I need my bills paid. I'll do that, but I'm not going to give you uh, weekly paychecks to not show up. That's, I'll or sympathize. the other side of it would be if you went on strike, basically, I got to do this until they start right. paying me. Are you guys going to start kicking in? Right. Yeah. Or are we, you know, I got you're coupon. Out. I can. I can <laughs> yeah, you've been couponing. I think Toledo's doing great. He'll get us through this. <laughs> the National Research Group conducted a nationwide survey of people aged 12 to 74 to see which actors have the most box office appeal. The Rock. He was number two. He has to be. And he makes Steve terrible two. movies. Steve Carell? What? Who? No. Number one would be... Adam Sandler? Uh, no, no. No. Brad Pitt? I can figure this out. No, Brad Pitt was be, number four. It's got to be somebody in their wheelhouse, right? Younger? How old? Ryan Reynolds. No. They don't like him. He's our age. He's number 13. Um, number one was the guy from Richardson. What was a blockbuster movie last year? I'm trying to think about like a huge monster. Was there one? Like the uh, yeah, more or less. Michael B. Jordan. 
Oh, the Tom movie Cruise? Tom Cruise. That's oh, not wow. kids. Did you said people under? 12 to 74. Oh, 12 to. Oh, I thought oh, you said, oh, oh okay. I, I, didn't, I misunderstood. So Denzel all was number five. Got it. Tom Hanks was number three. That Okay. I didn't hear the 74, but I thought it was young people. Yeah. That's everybody. Nicholas Cage thinks he remembers being in his mother's womb. I remember every woman I was inside of. If I was in you, I remember. Of course he does. <laughs> the warm gelatinous goo that surrounded my body. What were you thinking? It's amazing. In there. I was thinking, wow, baby girl, I'd love a match and a smoke to light it up in here. It's kind of dark. We have celebrity death. It smells a little like butterscotch and fish. <laughs> oh, man. Eileen Saki. Uh, Ring a bell? Oh, she, oh, I saw this already. Yeah. It's unfair because she was the... Uh, Played Rosie. She was on MASH. Yeah, the bar owner. Yeah, she owned the bar. Oh, the, the Samoan gal? Kind of looking? I, know, I think she was Samoan. I think she's Asian. Asian. Korean. I think you're thinking of the nurse that was... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Nurse Korean. Kelly. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure they were Korean guys. I don't think so. I was close. Korean War. I, I don't Asian think we're going out of Samoa to cast for that one. <laughs> Maybe. Back in the day, <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, you never know. So I don't remember Hawkeye wandering. In. So, what are you, Samoan? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Frank are going to have a couple of drinks and stare at the Samoan bartenders in Korea. Shaq released a new <laughs> rap song with Blackway. It's called King Talk. We got a piece of that? I was going to ask uh, Brett if you did. But you didn't. No, I, I had to listen to Massacration yeah. instead. Yeah, no, F you, you you're were, out. Yeah. Going to ask. There's one more on your uh, printer over there. And you for, didn't. I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> all right, all you assholes who voted for Brady have to go to the recital with John. That's a good idea, yeah. Daniel. I'll keep names. I'm going to keep lists. <laughs> I'm going to be like the Oscar Schindler of Brock Wars. I got a list started. You're well, coming you gonna, with me. You're going to miss out next week. On the recital? Yeah. Got another one? Yeah, it's the Spring Symphony. Symphony. How Orchestra. dare they? How dare they even? <laughs> how dare you add the word symphony to that? Ugh. You got to go to it? Haven't you been to enough to where you kind of get it? Yeah, they're seasonal. I know, but yeah. like allergies. All right, kids, get to get to it. Oh, oh, they're wrecking it. The teacher's trying on the piano, but the kids are. Oh, the goddamn cello solo. <laughs> anyway, can't wait. Horrible. I'd rather be inside my mom. All right, you got the shack thing? No, I can't find right, it. Nobody knows where it is. Keep in mind, so listeners, the Brady... released a new yeah. song that's really kind of a up in the air. And Brady was going to ask Brett, but thought better of it. <laughs> he was a little crotchety. Was he? Yeah. So you stayed yeah, away from him. The, yeah, because I didn't hear the whole version of Massacration's barbecue song. That's, you and me uh, both. I'm, I better uh, steer clear of Brett for a little while and just bring up the things I wanted to do. He's a little salty. I would have asked you, The but... valley is salty. It's yeah. not just me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You salted the valley all right. Is this your song? Uh, what? This is it? Oh, I hear what you're doing. Yeah, let's skip ahead so we can get yeah. to the chorus. <laughs> that, that's that noise that guy made. Oh, this is Shaq and Massacration. Shaq and Crusher. Beautiful on the barbecue. <laughs> All right, we're done. That's enough of yes, this. Yes, we are done. Stupid stuff. Uh, it's 10.03. Larry's coming up next. He's got your chance to win tickets to U-Fest, which we did not give away this morning and should have, thanks to my mom riding the washing machine. <laughs> that kind of killed the whole contest time. <laughs> uh, but if you guys want tickets to U-Fest, it's coming up on Saturday. The weather couldn't be better. Great show. 
And Larry might have some tickets for you, uh, among other things. I heard he had some uh, chili peppers and maybe some Guns and Roses as well. So keep maybe listening to Larry and find out. That's what I said, Richard. Pay attention. Sorry. Follow the bouncing ball. Uh, so if you got all that, anything you want, he might have it for you right there. you got to listen to Larry. Find out what he's got. i got one text to all right, close go ahead. out. I don't know, John. Sorry, Brady. I've been listening to you and the crew for a long time now, yeah, yeah. and I picked up on some of your rules to abide by your life. Uh, one, no food on top of food. One right. deeper room. Shower after you pinch one off. Man. I believe the most important one, however, is no kids. Yeah. I know you despise, you detest, you loathe the idea of having kids. But over the years, you even have to admit, you've given some great parental advice. Absolutely. And I got to say, you would make a great parent. Well, better than Toledo's dad anyway. <laughs> oh, thank you very oh. much. That's You know, it's a low bar, <laughs> but I'll all. take it. <laughs> I probably would have been very similar to Toledo's dad in my parenting. <laughs> My, my rearing skills would have been a lot of driving away. Lots of smokes. Yeah. <laughs> would have been a lot of job hopping, hobo sticking, and riding the rails just to keep away from the boy. But I appreciate the compliment. That's lovely. Uh, that's it. Uh, Larry's next. You guys have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Ah! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.